Hello. Hey. Is this Rice? Welcome, everyone. No. No? I mean, everyone's welcome. It's just, you don't... There's no script for this. You know no, this. No, I know. I can never remember what time, what point I'm supposed to turn the song down. And... Oh. Hello. Welcome to Dyslexic Heart number 36 for the weekend of whatever this is. March <laughs> 3rd? 2nd? 2nd. 3rd. 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 I miss, yeah. I miss sending someone a text about yesterday. Oh. Um... <laughs> Hi, I'm drunk. Yay. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, bourbon and Diet Coke. Nice. I know. And you've been cutting out caffeine, so this I know. is a I'm, rare departure and for I'm you. I'm so comfortable with my lack of uh, of Diet well, Coke Zero or whatever lately that I'm, mm. I'm allowing myself to have it occasionally. That's all right. As a good alcoholic will. I can do it once in a while. You can do it once in a while. Yeah. I am having... It's been like twice a week I've had... I've, I've had caffeine late the last few weeks that's not bad no. at all as long as i don't how much you used to have it's as long as i don't have it constantly in the house yep i think i'm fine yeah we had to get some mixers on the way home and you're like all right i could get a 12 pack but they didn't have any which yeah. was a blessing in disguise i think so you just got a couple bottles and yep we're good we're good yeah just for tonight i'm having a colorado bulldog with um for vodka, I'm having three olives cake vodka, Lovely. and then I put some Baileys in it. That sounds it is, delightful. It's delicious. The last time I had a Colorado Bulldog was at uh, Casino Royale on Christmas. Oh yeah, we drank a lot there, didn't we? We drank a lot that day. It was fun. <laughs> it was great. Casino Royale, the bar at Casino Royale rarely lets me down. The bar at Casino Royale is fun. Yeah. Good yeah. times. We don't spend a lot that much time there anymore, but whenever but when we, we do, do, it's good. still a good time. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about Vegas, though. This is our other show. This is our other show. Hello, other show. Hello, listeners yep. to our other show. Mm-hmm. Hello, all five of you. So we have... Uh, we're going to play some music as we do. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about random things as we do. Yep. But before I forget, I want to mention one thing. Yes. For the first time in the however long the show has been around, uh-huh. I put some effort into it. You did? I did. I've begun a project. That's right. Uh, I don't know if anybody will care or not. I think I've had a couple people ask about it over the years that we've been doing this. Okay, so I've... And it's uh, something I've meant to do, but you've actually stepped up and done it. I started with the most recent show before this one, number 35, and went backwards. And right now I'm only to number 29, but I'm going to go all the way back. Cool. And I started making Spotify, Spotify playlists for every episode. So right now we're back to 29. I'll continue on and do the rest. I'll do this show sometime in the next week. I won't get to it before we post it. But Yeah. How can people find this? Go to Spotify and search for Dyslexic Heart. Okay. There are some other playlists that people have created called Dyslexic Heart, but yeah. you'll see it because it None has, of them are as good as these. It has the same. Uh, this one, it says Dyslexic Heart soundtrack or Dyslexic Heart episode number blah, blah, uh-huh. soundtrack or something like that. And it has the same little album artwork as the show Okay. with the rocks. Um, so it'll be easy to spot. So, yeah, if you're interested in figuring out what the fuck we're playing, because sometimes we don't mention it, you no. can now listen to... Now, of course, there's... I mean, we so, try to mention it, but we're usually inebriated when you no, do these. No, what I've so. learned is, at listening back is a lot of times we'll mention who it is, but not necessarily what the song is. Oh. But, um... Uh, so you can do that for the last several shows, and I'll get to the rest of them eventually. And then, possibly in the next week, because I've got some time in my hands. But, um... But not too much time on your hands, Dennis DeYoung. Too much time on my hands. It's just going to be me singing 70 rock hooks tonight. Uh, um, will you do Do It Again by Steely Dan? No. Okay. Uh, 
what was I going to say? Something about the Spotify play. Oh, what, there are some songs that won't be included because Spotify doesn't available. have everything. Yep. So sometimes you might look. Uh, one thing that's nice though is I can make the playlist and include stuff in my library. Mm-hmm. And even though it won't, it won't play. It'll show up. It'll show up. So at least you'll either know we'll what it, it is, up. or eventually, if Spotify adds it, like when we did the Prince show, I yeah. think like two of those songs are available. Right. There's almost nothing, but yeah. Um, yeah, because we did a lot of bootlegs. And and for the bootlegs, I tended to use, uh, this, like, I'll, I would use a different version of it if, if possible. But okay. for most of it. I was curious. I should look and see how that playlist turned out. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. It's been kind of fun to go back, though. It'll be weird because I don't even remember the first few shows. Did I do them alone originally, like I did with 500? Oh, no. No, no, no. no, okay. no. That was. <laughs> I have no memory of Here, this. Here's how it started. We had oh, that's right. finished it was like, recording, and yeah. we're like, we feel like talking about more stuff. Let's just do this thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Huh. And there we go. And here we are doing yeah. that thing. Although we didn't even, we're not even doing a 500 this week. We're just doing this. No. Oh, we're not? We thought about doing yeah. an abbreviated show. No, nah, I don't have anything to talk about. Okay. There's there's nothing going on. All right. Not much. So if you're listening to this, lucky you. We've got a lot oh, of music. Oh. There's been a lot of new music lately. Oh, yeah. We have things we want to bring to the people. We do. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about the show as I was listening through some of the past episodes mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful thing not the show it sucks but <laughs> the concept of it is a wonderful thing because i feel like we're sharing it's like when you bring somebody into your home which we never do no we don't this is as no. close as it comes to bringing anyone into our home pretty much we never have and just go over holy shit I, you've got to hear this new album i bought and you yeah. put on the old vinyl and you yeah. show them the album this is Although we don't really have, we don't have vinyl we i mean do, we've got we a never, turntable but yeah, we hardly I'm, use it i'm getting rid of it um are you yeah i'm getting rid of that old stereo it doesn't spark joy no okay too much shit yeah getting rid of shit all right um no but just like that uh, that thing where you want to share the stuff you love with yeah people that people yeah. that are interested in I, I have a list of let's see music and books and tv and stuff yeah that's just, awesome yeah that's it, what i like about this show except i mean we usually just start talking but i've got a list in case lists are okay we decide it's okay because otherwise we forget and then afterwards we're like oh god i wanted to tell them about yeah. this thing yeah and then we forget so mm-hmm. well we've rambled on with? enough let's play some music yes there's that's been a the lot of, of there's show. been a lot of new stuff and awesome music and there's oh stuff coming God. out and we have oh, tracks from things that this are coming is gonna out be such a good year for music i'm so excited seems like it will it's only the end of well the beginning of march and we already have i've got like four or five different albums that are represented here in my mm-hmm. little playlist and i loaded up with uh i loaded my ipad up with a bunch of stuff and because we always end up in this spot where i'm like oh shit i forgot to do this i i've added spotify here so i can just pull things up spur cool. the moment so it should be a little easier good i know i'm putting and, a lot of production and I have a value playlist. it's on my iphone it's from itunes but we can I'm switch as needed as i we've bet done. we have similar stuff on here i think we do so um knowing that where should we start should we start with dessa let's start with dessa so let's uh let's play a song then we'll talk then we'll about tell a story. our story she has a new album that just came out it's called chime it's so good and uh, I'm and I know it. we mentioned it on the other show because we're like, oh my god, this is so good! I have I'm, to plug it everywhere. Yeah, I'm loving it. So uh, we've played Dessa before. If you've listened to the show, you know who she is. She's a mm-hmm. Twin Cities artist, and I mean artist in the truest sense of the word because in addition to being a musician, she's a writer. She's got a book coming out. She's done yeah, poetry. Yeah, September she's got a book of essays coming out. She's about, an amazing speaker. Yeah. Everything she does, she does well. She and she's so smart and so articulate and so funny and so likable. I just mm, she's so great. there are a bunch of. Um, I'm going to start with there are. Well, I love everything on the album pretty much, but 
Um, oh, this song. I, you I don't know a, which one I'm going to play. I, I have a hunch, but maybe not. I'm going to play the one that's going to lead logically into the story. Oh, then oh, I'll, oh okay. And then you'll play the other then one? Then I'll play the other one. Okay. So this is, um, I guess, it's weird talking about singles now because... Because she's had... She's, she's put promoted three, like three songs three different, off this Yeah, so but she's got a video, a lyric video coming out for this yeah. where she asked fans to submit things. And, and I wanted to submit something, but I couldn't think of I know, anything. I've got, no, I've got some no, no craft skills. Same. Okay, so this is a song called Five Out of Six. It's fantastic. And Whoops, what Whoa. the fuck? Here we go. Whoa. There we go. <laughs> I'm good at what I do. You are. Double jointed, triple thread. I'm not some method actress trying to see my my descent. You're gonna have to play the tape backwards. Save that breath for choir practice. Got no time for my detractors. Standing on my staircase, all you are is a fire hazard. I've put my time in now. I'm vetted, uncontested. See how honest answer shuts down. Motherfuckers asking trick questions. I'm out here arms wide, hiding nothing. I've done it all in broad daylight, and I left the cameras running. I'm Don't touch it, it knows what to do And I'm running a tight ship Every deckhand here has a five-year plan and an ice pick They can ride cold, they can drive stick I got an octave on you and a high kick Don't blink, I don't block, I'm a bleeder All I do is hit I don't win them all, but I'd say I'd take five out of six Clock's running, better glove up If you insist, okay, let's see who's really counting cool And who's been counterfeit I'm the famous And the ash Red eyes shining in the camouflage My secret is I don't keep on Fingers in the sockets, my daily, daily dose of, daily dose of lightning. Just buzzed enough to get me climbing up the kite string. And my back is aching, my belt's too tight. I brought a chisel tip to this pencil fight. No luck, just fortified dice. I'm going morning and night, and I'm really rising. The fire on the horizon. I'm the phoenix and the ash. Red eyes shining in the camouflage. My secret is I don't keep on say something Go ahead and say something I ain't afraid of it I don't drown, won't stay down He finds a way to rise somehow Skin the crowd is up, coming out at night Don't see too many rivals I'm the phoenix and the ash Red eyes shining in the camouflage My secret is I don't keep on say something Go ahead and say something
god, that's so good. Yep. That's I have, what the kids like, call ten, a banger. I have, yeah. <laughs> I even said that at the show where we heard that. Yep. Um, I have like 10 thoughts right now, but go ahead. I You go ahead. I, I love that song so much. Oh I've been listening god. to it on a loop. It's just fucking badass. Yeah, it is. It's everything I love about her. There was a, she had a Q&A. And did this come up in the Q&A and the live stream that we saw? But she was talking about how she finds a way to make a reference to a kite. Yes, in every, in every album. I think she references Dice a bit, too, because there's huh. Dice in that song. And one of my favorite lyrics of hers is, um, oh, God, of course, it's my favorite lyric, but I can't remember. It's something about... I've changed my luck. I've swallowed the dice. No, I've swallowed the dice. I make my own luck now. That's nice. it. I've swallowed the dice. I make my own luck now. If I get a tattoo, I might have that. That's a good. That would be a good tattoo. That would be a really, really good. That is yeah. a really good tattoo. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving that song so much. I'm loving oh, the whole album so with that great. song. Um, I love the thing about her detractors. Like she's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like uh, this album is very just strong and powerful, and yeah. there's definitely a certain like. Women are great vibe to it, but just yes, it's not it, preachy. It, it's just no. It's a very like she she wrote it, and all these other things happened after she wrote it. But it's so relevant to all the stuff that's happening. It's like you listen to a song called Fire Drills, and it's like yeah, yeah. this is what it is like being a woman right now. Right. And yeah, it's so good. It's a great album. I if you like that song, if you like hip hop, although it's not entirely hip hop as you'll hear in a minute. Um, she's just so good. She's like, great. So one of the one of the things we've been very fortunate to have happened is because we live in the same town where Dessa lives mm-hmm. or splits her time between she's, here and New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get to see her on occasion. We've only seen her a few times, mm-hmm. and it seems like we've seen her some very special, intimate times. Yeah. Um, we saw her at Paisley Park once, which was awesome, amazing, and that ended up being one of the most. I mean, there are a lot of memorable Prince. We've shows talked about for the us. Prince show where he had the little hissy fit. On oh the... my god, it was so good. But she was great. But in she that. was, yeah. We came to see her, not knowing if he would play or yeah. not. We were like, oh, that'd be a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> and he did, and it was a memorable show. Mm-hmm. So we saw that. We we've seen a few shows, but um, one of the we had a unique experience a couple weeks ago where she put out a call on Twitter that she needed a handful of people for a show at one o'clock in the afternoon. At this little, it's a bar we've seen a lot of shows at called Turf Club. St. Paul University Avenue. It's in the basement. They have a little smaller, a smaller room called the Clown Lounge. And it is decorated with clowns. And if you know anything about (laughs) me, you know that I do not like clowns. So I braved the clowns to go to the show. And you like the room. I like the room. Surprisingly, we've never been to the Clown Lounge before, but it's pretty awesome. It is. It's not cool. overdone like murals of clowns, but there's like chandeliers with clowns. There are pictures of clowns on the walls. Yeah. And then they've got little. Yeah, like Tiffany lamp clown thing. But it's kind of a little speakeasy. Like it's cool. You're downstairs I and there, there are booths, again. and I would like I wouldn't even mind just going there when there's. I I'm assuming that that's open. Yeah. Like when there's no band playing, it's a right. small stage. I would just go there and hang. Just out. go chill out. There is something about basement bars in yeah. Minnesota that just I just find cozy. It's a cool, and cool bar, and yeah. Yep. So we uh, we went there. Well, so I just I'm like fuck i can do whatever i want during the day i don't have a, a normal job i yeah. work at home so you're like i'm pulling the trigger and Ticket I'm like, for five bucks and i'm like i'd be so disappointed if i missed out on this <laughs> i'm gonna take a couple hours off of work i so, don't care so we got a second ticket and i'm so glad i did yeah i'm glad you did too it was a cool experience so we yeah. went it was at one o'clock in the afternoon and it was a video shoot and 
not like she's not doing a traditional music video for this, or she may be, but this isn't it. She was filming for kind of an audition video, uh, something she can send out in an effort to get on like late night talk shows Mm -hmm. and other TV appearances just to show them what she can do. Yeah. So she did that song that you just heard four times. Mm -hmm. And then in between she did some of her other stuff um, in order so that she said, so that the audience wouldn't get bored. Although I was just fine hearing that song over and over again. Oh, I was too. Cause we, that was the first time we'd ever heard that song. So that's my, it was before the album came out. That's my visual. Whenever I hear that song until the video comes out, cause I'm sure the video is going to be kick ass. Yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my association with that song. Yeah. So it was us. It was, there was probably 50 people tops in this little yeah? play. Yeah, there wasn't more than 50. There, oh, wow. No, because... Yeah, it was small. I think max, they only will put like 75 or 100 down there. And mm-hmm. they it was needed room for, the, for a couple of people with cameras. Yep. And, um, yeah, yeah and it was out towards the back. And... Yeah, we chilled to, toward the back, but it was so much fun. And she was, was... so cool. Here's the thing that... Like, I already knew she was awesome. Oh, yeah. I knew she was cool and I liked her and all that stuff. But we were waiting outside, and it was in the winter. But it was a nice day. It was in the thirties. It was sunny. Which, which here it's like shorts weather. Yeah, it, was, it didn't. It didn't suck. It was fine. No. We were comfortable. No, we had light jackets on. We're like, all right, there's sun out. We're we're fine waiting outside. It's not a big deal. But at one o'clock, somebody came out and just said, "Hey, we're running a little late. It's going to be one fifteen before we open the doors." Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's fifty of us standing out there. We're like, yeah. "Oh, that's okay." Like, okay. Whatever. So then, like five minutes later. Dessa comes walking out yeah. and just says, I just really want to thank you guys. I know it's cold out here. I'm sorry we're running behind. Thank you so much for being here and for it's like she didn't need to do that. And no, yet the she fact didn't, that she, she was did. thinking of the people that were there mm-hmm. to see her and she came out and said hello and there were some people she recognized and she hugged them and Oh yeah. yeah. But just like that's a tiny thing that says a lot about somebody's mm-hmm. Some what somebody is, yeah, yeah, you know, that she would th- think about. Oh, shit, people are standing outside people the are cold to see in me, their, yeah. Um, a small gesture that speaks volumes about somebody's character, mm-hmm. so and she has done so much to promote this album that's, yeah, unique and interesting. And so she did a pre order, which we ended up doing, unbeknownst to you. I twice yeah we we bought the album twice but don't feel I'm bad about it 100 percent okay with that yeah Happy to support independent musicians right. that i love so we pre-ordered it on itunes but then i thought oh there's all this cool shit you can get if you pre-ordered it through doomtree which is her there's a rap collective in minneapolis called doomtree and it's got dessa and sims and pos and a whole bunch of artists that i'm sure we've discussed on the show but or maybe not. <laughs> um, but it's this amazing hip hop collective. And they're, so they do stuff together as Doomtree, but they also split out and do their own stuff. And then they support each other. Like Dessa did this album, but Laserbeak. Did the beats. Did the beats. They're, the other thing too is uh, Doomtree, in addition to just like they're all performers, they are the business. They are the business. So I think she's yeah. like the treasurer or something. Like yeah. she does all their money like, stuff. And It's their I label, think. right? It's the label, it's the business, it's the, so somebody, one of those people does the graphic design and Mm -hmm. one of them, they, yeah, it's their. It's like strength in numbers. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept and it's. And then they do, they used to do, I don't think they do it anymore, the Doomtree blowout where they would play like 10 or 12 shows in December at various clubs. Like yeah, well, they 10, did. I think it started out as like one night, and then mm-hmm. it expanded, and it, it became an entire week over multiple clubs, yeah. and they did all kinds of different shows. And yeah, it's it's a cool thing that they've got. Just, we've seen Doomtree. Yeah, and they're fabulous. 
Yes. I, as much as like hip hop isn't my main thing. Um, they do good work, man. I, I enjoy them oh, and I especially enjoy so her. So anyway. Yeah. So no Kings. Check out the No Kings album. The um, the five out of six video thing was really, really fun to see her in a small a small space. And of course she was, it was cool. They had the bar open. Like everybody's, mm-hmm. it's one in the afternoon. Like, everybody's like, fuck it, let's have a beer. Fuck it, let's have a beer. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. I skipped work for a reason. I'm having a beer. <laughs> yeah, and we all just like I think everybody in the room was like cool and like yeah. this is really fun and it just and just it was a cool vibe. And, yeah, yeah. She was really appreciative that we were there and mm-hmm. said, "I hope you got your five dollars worth." <laughs> yeah, more than that. There's like no price you can put yeah. on that. Really, <laughs> yeah. Just, just those just small experiences. Again, I've it's said this before. Those, yeah, there's something every winter where I'm just like, "Fuck." I'm so glad I. Live why do here. I? Why do I live here? And then there's something that comes up like that that reminds me. This mm-hmm. is why I like mm-hmm. it here. This is. We have so many of these little unique musical experiences that we get to have because we have such a great musical scene yeah. here. Yeah. So that was the day where I'm like, that was it. That's that was why we're <laughs> here. That is why we live here. Yep. Yep. So you want to play the. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is the poppiest song she's ever and released. She just, so she did, when she had her album, she did 10 days of chimes. So she did a couple shows. She did a show in Duluth and then she did a, a Q&A thing some, on YouTube. Some various appearances. Something on a local radio station, which is also live streamed. And, yep. and we watched as much stuff as we could. Yep. And then she did a video shoot for the song, and she was calling for dancers, and I'm like, hey, hey, you want to go? Oh, that, that, and you're like, oh, shit, my unitard's in the dry cleaners. Oh, the video shoot is for the next song? For the song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's releasing it as a single because it seems like it has, this shit has like, Top forty crossover potential in my mind, but yeah, I don't it know. does. For an indie artist, probably not likely, but mm-hmm. and this song, it, it's awesome, but it's not representative of everything on no, the album. No, this is the poppiest thing she's ever recorded. Yeah. And so this is called Half of. We love the whole thing. Half of you, yeah. and I've had it stuck in my head ever since I first heard it. They say that your heart is the size of your fist. I can tell you firsthand. I know how that glove fits. It takes your whole life just to teach it two tricks. It beats and it attacks. And in between is all of love and lost attraction. You live your life between contractions. And you and I would do just that. Oh, but what if I could
she does is so good <clears throat> i know it impresses me like what can i want to i almost want to hear her do something that's just horrible just so i'm like no she's human <laughs> she is though she's so self-deprecating she is and, that's because she's from minnesota that's part of that's part of being from her. here yes yeah. oh so that was great um she's yeah she's wonderful also yep. we share a hairstylist <laughs> i know so what else what else is going on let's see um outside of the the Dessa realm. This is where I get my notes out of stuff. That's fine. To talk get your about. notes out. We've got. Okay. Oh, I've got all kinds of different music we can play. We've got stuff. You said we've got books and TV and music and all kinds of stuff to talk about. Okay. Um. So here's a weird segue. So the Dessa mm. show was one of the few times we left the house during Super Bowl week. That's true. <laughs> we <laughs> were hermits. The Super Bowl was we're here. We're like, nope. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere near that. There was, and the thing is, they had some really cool stuff going on. They did. They put together this whole downtown um, Super Concert Bowl series. thing where they had every night, they had a lot of local and formerly local musicians performing. And it was amazing. So they had Sheila E. and the Revolution one night. They had Dessa one night. Uh-huh. They had Bob Mold and Soul Asylum. Yeah, they have tons of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Who we love. But I'm like, But it's like, okay, one. It was butt-ass cold that week. It was cold. Well, you know, it's January in Minnesota, February in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and outside. Dessa, actually, the afternoon we saw her, she was yeah. performing that night. Yeah. She's like, this thing is outside. Oh, do- oh. Didn't we, like, work for hundreds of years to figure out buildings so we wouldn't have to do this? <laughs> yes. It's like, absolutely. And they were running behind every night. Yeah, yeah. Some of the shows were that. super late. It's like, nah, yeah. fuck that and shit. Yeah, I go to bed at, what, 9.30? The stage wasn't <laughs> as big as it should have been. It looked like right. it was, like, cramped and yeah. sight lines would have been shitty. And right, it right. Been, it, we would have been in hell. We would not have enjoyed it. No. So we didn't go, but we left the house we, that afternoon We appreciated the fact that it was happening. Yes. And I watched a few things online that were yeah. streamed. But yeah. But no, I'm we glad were, I didn't go. I yeah. would have been miserable. And then not knowing what parking was going to be like. We would have had to yeah. ride share. Right. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Super Bowl week, big fest, big festive week here in the Twin Cities and we did everything we could to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no regrets. I think a lot of people did though because uh, yeah, it's a not lot for of people us. are like us. I mean, it is. They're, it's a lot of the people who are going to enjoy it are people from out of town who right. come for that. Who but came for the event specifically. I think they did a good job with it. I think they did too. I don't like... think they're going to have it here for a no, long time. But that's normal. Again, but that's normal. You have it when you have a new stadium, and then yep. that's it for a while. There's also talk of rotating the Super Bowl between like four warm weather destinations at some point, which I get. Yeah. Oh, they had a zip line the, over the river, over the Mississippi River, and nobody took a plunge or anything. So yeah. that thing will be back for Final Four next year. I bet. <gasps> yeah, that I'm interested in. Final that four? I'm like, yeah, let's go to that shit. I can be persuaded. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a basketball. Well, okay, we we hate watch the Vikings. Right. I won't lie. No. And this year was to, as satisfying li- as every year because you knew they were going to fucking blow it after the biggest moment of the fucking franchise. Century, yeah. The Minneapolis Miracle. And then we're like, yep, next week they're going to fuck it up. And yep, they did. And they did. It's like they didn't even show up to no. the game against the Eagles at all. It's how they, it's how they do it. It's how they do it. It's like they're a perpetual disappointment. 
They are. It's like they have everything. If you don't on see this line. coming, you're an idiot. Like I don't blame people for being a fan, but right, if you don't know right. that this is going to be the ending, yeah, then you're fucking living in a dream yeah. world. Well, I think even with the New Orleans game, people were like, "All right, I know we know how this is going to end. This is not going to end well," and it did, and everyone was just so shocked and so happy, and I uh-huh. just couldn't help being happy for the people. Who I was were happy, happy for them too. I like yeah. my when my friends are happy and stuff, but then yeah. I was like, "But you know, next week but you is know gonna next suck, week's right? going to be a shit show, right?" <laughs> So I didn't allow myself to get sucked in. Mm-hmm. And... Well, at, at least we don't eat horse poop. <laughs> like the Philly fans. Yeah, yeah. Although you could play Bury Me in Philly right now, and that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You don't have the queued up? No. I mean, I could find it, but. Our, yeah, so Dave Haas, he's from Philly, and we were happy for him and his brother. Because exactly. You they know what? Were so f- genuinely excited. There are Philly fans. Obviously, the Philly fans have a reputation of being really shit. I know some people from Philadelphia who are really nice. And yes. Like decent people. And yes, good people. So, so I was happy for them, and yeah. also happy the Patriots lost. That too. Because <laughs> I think everyone's a little tired. I think so, unless you're from there, yes. Yeah. And if yeah. you're from there, I get it, but. There are a lot of there are some people who are from there who I adore. There are some people who are from there can fuck right off. I know my stalkers from who there. Who are not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are who are not listening to this show? So well, he might be fuck him. I don't care. He's uh, got no exactly. restraining order. He can't contact me. Well, he thinks he can. <clears throat> he can. Do you want to go into that right now or yeah, no? Get the police involved if I need to. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what? I'm going to play. It. I I pulled it up. Here we go. I do have to say, I've been to Philadelphia. You did a, not enjoy it. No, Philadelphia's a shithole. Um, <laughs> I, we, we, but we, this is we so passed, this is Dave's we passed home, through. so I appreciate that. Yeah. You and I passed through on the way to Atlantic City. Yeah. But I was there for a, a, a work thing. And saw, was it Ben Franklin's shitter? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things they've enshrined is Ben like the only thing from Ben Franklin's home that remains and it's under glass you can go view like the toilet that Ben Franklin shit on mm-hmm. but the whole the whole 
area that I saw, which was downtown, was not. I'm like this fucking place is a fucking shithole. It's dirty. It's you like, got to see this video though. This it, video, it, the video is, is very so funny. righteous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's just so good. It's Dave's playing this tourist, and God, it's funny. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy for I'm happy for the people who I know and like from Philly that yeah. have that had some joy from this from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Philly fans had a really bad reputation because you heard about them throwing beer cans at Vikings fans. And yeah, all they're, they're stuff. a little overzealous. Like, I don't so. know. I feel like every fan base has a certain. Yeah, I don't want to spend time with like any of the diehard fans of any team. No, especially the Cowboys. <laughs> if you've ever painted fans. your face for a sporting event, I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and I don't I do hate sports. Some, I do know some diehard Cowboys and Yankees fans. I don't that hate I do sp- spend time with. We just don't talk about that. I don't hate sports. I just like you know. Let's put it in perspective here. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, yeah. sports is a way to forget about how shitty the rest of your life is. If you're a diehard fan, a lot of times exactly. it's like, yeah, you're probably except for the Vikings, where you forget about it for a little while, and then you eventually get kicked in the groin. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? What are we talking about? What are we playing? I got a lot of stuff here. Um, I just want to say... Please, say whatever you want. Okay, I know we like perpetually pimp Dave Haas, but I fucking love that dude. And I'm just... That album is so great. And I'm just... And he's just... He just seems like he's in a very happy place in his life. And I'm just very happy for him. It's good to see performers that we enjoy uh, doing well and having good things happen to them mm-hmm. and because you know a lot of good music comes out of misery and yeah. so when you see like oh hey look he's in a good relationship and he's happy and he's been sober and that's good for him and, and like, he's yeah. still making awesome music right cool yeah there's a musician i listened to in college and i won't say his name but like he had um, now i want to know who, who it is <laughs> david wilcox um oh that's when you were in your folky uh, i was in my folky thing and granola, like, he had granola some kind era. of he had some kind of angsty stuff, and like I had the hurricane. I will still swear by I had the hurricane as it being a fantastic song. But then he like found himself in this stable relationship. We should and, play all of your favorite songs from college. Oh, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, we should not, because I am not that person anymore. But then he, I don't know. A friend of mine described it as happy married songs, which. You know, you can do that, but you can do it well, and he did not do it well, and he had a song called After Your Orgasm, which was just absolutely horrible. Wow, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable even knowing that song exists. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) But yeah, no, palate cleanser, listen to Eye of the Hurricane. Beautiful, wonderful song. Like, just good story, good tune. Still like it. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so... uh... um, Dave Haas is opening for Frank Turner in Boston. I know. Would you like to play a Frank Turner song off his new I album? I can. I'm saving one of them until the very last song of this particular show. Okay. But I will play one of the other ones. He has an album that's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. Do you? No. April? Maybe. Soon? I don't know. I know he's got a shit ton of tour dates. He's traveling the world and elsewhere. Yeah. As Spinal Tap would say. <laughs> the world um, and elsewhere. <laughs> so let's play. He's released a few songs off it. Let's play this one. The, there she is. Oops, I'm turning it down instead of up. Through the dark. Through the dirt. I was hurt. And in the end I came back to the start. And I stumbled Lord knows how I stumbled I slipped on myself No help from anyone else I fell in love 
When I was humble, there she is. Isn't she everything? There she is. Isn't she everything? Down at the bottom, I found the things I'd forgotten. And despite all I've done, I can learn, I can learn. And this time, I'm gonna hold on to them. I'm gonna forgive myself and then ask for forgiveness. Crossing my fingers and toes, 'cause God only knows I need this. Lord, how I need this. There she is. Isn't she everything? There she is. Isn't she everything? Isn't she everything I need? I needed someone who believed me. I needed someone who wouldn't leave me. I needed her. Good seg- that was really loud. That was kind of a good segue song because this is like Frank Turner at a very happy point in his life. I have two observations. Please observe. Okay, Thank you for the refill all, on my drink. By oh, the you're way. welcome. Um, okay, three observations. One, I made a tactical error when making my beverage because if Why? I want to do a refill, it's a little more complex than just bullet and diet. You can do it mid song, like or early as soon as we start the next song like we usually do and nobody will even know the difference other than us talking about it right now yeah (laughs) um second there was something springsteen like about that song like like the born to run production when they broke it down and had like all the different parts to it like there was something about the end of that song that reminded me of that interesting yeah um third third thirdly do you have to suffer for your art me personally? 
I have Anyone. no I have no art. So so we're talking about Frank being in a happy place. Yeah. We're talking about Dave being in a happy place. Yeah. And is it necessary to be in this dark place all the time to produce you don't, art? And I don't I think, think you they need... produce I think they provided evidence to the contrary. I don't think you need to be in a uh I think no, but I think you need to have experienced the dark place and maybe recovered yeah. from it. Yeah. If you're perpetually in a great space, you're probably not going to put out the most compelling right. stuff. Right. Constant happiness. You have to have torment. I mean, look at Taylor Swift, for example. Mm-hmm. Every breakup is a new album. I know. <laughs> and she's happy until the breakup. And then, so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No. 1989 was the best album because that was her breakup with Harry Styles. It's a good, it's a good album. It's, yeah. Um... As opposed to her more recent, who's the most recent one? Who do we that blame for that? That was Calvin Harris. We blame that. Well, that that would be appropriate then. Mm-hmm. If you date Calvin Harris, you deserve an album like that piece of shit. Reputation's not my favorite. I have a question it's for you related to that. Good workout music, but it's not as hooky as her previous. Let me stuff. pose a question related to Taylor Swift and her latest album. Okay. She's doing a major tour where she's playing in town here two stadium shows. I know. And because she's doing a second stadium show, the second stadium show tickets have nose tickets through like StubHub have nose nose dove. They've taken a nose dive. Ooh. What would the price point be for you to go? Yeah, I'd go to that. I mean, I'd go see Taylor Swift anyway. But this tour, I'm not that thrilled about because no, of the, because of the but, emphasis on the most recent album. But, but she's gonna play. Be, she's gonna be playing her old stuff, which I love. So. What would we? What would it take? Like as far as if you said, oh, tickets are eighty bucks. Oh, you can get you can already get upper deck for like fifty. I don't want to. No, I want. I don't want upper deck because the sound in that stadium is shitty. Cavern. Yeah. You want good seats. Okay. If I see lower, if I see something reasonable, you know, I'm picky. Honestly, if you saw lower level for less than a hundred, I'd be in. Okay. Noted. Yeah. I've looked a couple times. Here's the weird thing. There were like. Now, the tickets on the floor close to the stage mm-hmm. went for ridiculous amounts. Oh, of course. But there were, there have been tickets super close, like top ten, first yeah. 10 rows for a surprisingly like 250 which... I, which is still a lot. It's shocking, though, that... Yeah, considering... Yeah, the demand isn't... Especially because she's doing two... I can't believe they announced a second show here. It's very weird. I know. But I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. I would, I, I would do it. I would do that. I've never seen her. I would love to see her. Yeah. I really would. This would probably be the opportunity to do so at a discount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. We're not going to play any Taylor Swift. Don't worry. No, no. We were, so pink tickets, we had considered I'm those s- briefly. Are you still on the fence? I, let's, I'm not going to, let's just say I've been watching it. Okay. <laughs> um, we're a month, we're a week and a half, we're nine days away. Mm-hmm. If something were to come up last at the last minute that I didn't, that was a very reasonable price. Yes, because the tickets that came up the other day, which were great, they're eighth row. It was like two hundred eighty three bucks plus fees. So it would be like seven hundred yeah, bucks. I can't do I it. I can't do that either. That's why I paused. Yeah. If they had been aisle, I might have done it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we'll see. Because Daddy needs his leg room. Yeah, and it's not a Tuesday. No, is it a Monday? Is it a Monday? I think it's, oh, a, it's Monday, a Monday, and we have something else going on on we're Tuesday. We're going on on Tuesday. And we're fucking old. I know. So, so I'm still watching, though. We'll see. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my schedule open. Yeah. Uh, so 
Um, well, time for a drink for Max. He's been enjoying his new um, his new treat bone. Yes, I gave him a new bone. Yes, he's been going um, to town. We yeah, we purchase these bones from the pet store that are filled with various things like peanut butter and chicken, and he's been enjoying them. Yeah, usually he's out after about ten minutes, but mm-hmm. he's he's uh, we're forty five minutes into the show already. How's that Whoa. possible? It's gonna be know. a long motherfucker. Yeah, it is. All right. What else? Uh, Buckle up, kids. What else do you have on your list of things you want to chat about? Ooh, lots. Um, cool. Let's see. I have a thing or two, I suppose. Okay. I'm pressing home to unlock, damn it. Oh, motherfucker. We went okay. to a concert last night. Oh, I was just going to say that. I was just going to talk about the Dan Wilson show. Dan Wilson of Trip Shakespeare, Semisonic, and solo fame and songwriting fame. He's We've talked about many, many times. Many, many songs. He, he wrote for Taylor Swift. He did do a Taylor Swift uh, few songs. He did a few songs for her. So he did a show last night that was unlike... We've seen him... He's uh, one of the musicians who's among those I've seen... The most. He's in the top five for most because I've seen him with so many different acts. And even though he doesn't live here anymore, he still comes through several times a year and does shows. And this one was different. He's got such a good vibe about him. He's just so, like, there's something calming about seeing him. Yeah, he's he's always very personable and fun, and it's never Mm -hmm. a disappointing show. And so last night's show was different than anything we've ever seen. He announced that he was going to do this small show at a place we have never been called Ice House. And it was going to be uh, all requests. And then request. I found out where Eat Street was, which is on Nicollet, not <laughs> Lake, as I thought. <laughs> yeah. So we went to this this uh, restaurant and bar and performance venue called Ice House and saw him last night. Relatively not to be small. confused with the band Ice House with Electric Blue. And, yeah. <laughs> I don't have that queued up. I could pull it up on Spotify, but I won't. Um, I do. Lo- I like I really enjoyed Ice House back in the day. Just the one song, or did you have other things from Ice House? I had like four on a mixtape. Wow. I don't know whether to be impressed or... Or saddened, yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Anyway, Dan Wilson. Yeah, so Dan Wilson did the show. It was all requests. He has... It was called the Three Binder... Three Ring Binder Show. Mm -hmm. And he had what was supposed to be all of his lyrics, although we quickly found out that wasn't the case because he was calling for people to pull up lyrics on their cell phones. (laughs) Um, and it did not, they didn't have, he didn't have the key either. He was like, what key is this in? Someone yelled him, G? It was a very loose show as a result of that, but it was very fun because it felt like, spontaneous. the audience, you're part of something with the performer. Yeah. Like it's, this show is never going to be duplicated. It's not scripted in any way. It's not, there's no set list. It's. And he started out by saying, I was on the scout trip. engagement. (laughs) Yeah. I was on the scout trip with my kid and... (laughs) And it ended up turning out like that a little bit. Where a little bit where he's like, people everyone, were yelling. He's like, okay, you shut up. You off the shed. Off the it was shed. Like the, it remind me of the Will Ferrell bit. Yeah. Um, so he did a variety of stuff. He did a lot of, it was surprising to me. Now, I would have guessed going in, mm-hmm. people are going to want to hear the most obscure songs possible. So there's going to be a lot of Trip Shakespeare songs. I think there was only one. Was there more than one? Was it just Unlucky Lady? I think it was just Unlucky Lady. Oh, and then people kept yelling. There was one woman who We knew it was going to happen. We knew somebody was going to yell out either Slacks or Toolmaster. So those are more like kind of... Toolmaster did not make an appearance. No, surprisingly. But Slacks. And then one one woman yelled out, Pants! Play Pants! (laughs) First of all, it's not called Pants. pants. It's called The Slacks. (laughs) Second of all, I can't perform it because Matt... (laughs) Excuse me, Matt and John aren't here. Those songs are a little more like, um, 
I don't want to say novelty songs, but they're songs that Trip Shakespeare did that were, you know, a little kind of wackier. And it's kind of like Zamboni with Gear Daddies. Yeah, yeah. It's like you okay, go it's... to a concert where local bands reuniting and people are going to yell out their most popular right. songs, and it's going to be the novelty songs. Yeah. So Slacks and Toolmaster for it's like Trip Shakespeare. The Slacks, all three of the Trip Shakespeare vocalists sang on it, so it didn't really work. And he said that I'm not no. going to do that. But yeah, and good for him for saying that. Uh, so it was a lot of Even his... Even though the drunk lady did not listen. It was a lot of semi-sonic stuff that got requested. There was. I was surprised, but happily so. Some of his... A bunch of his solo songs and yep. then a couple songs that he'd written for other people, including someone yelled out, that one Adele that song. That one Adele song! And then he didn't do some like, someone like you. He did one and only, which just made me really happy. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm glad he did that. And it was the first time Such we've seen him... song. ...in I, however many years since it was written, 20-some years since we've that we've seen him perform and he didn't do Closing Time. I know. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. That's kind of cool. We've seen it a bunch of times. We don't need yeah. to see that one. Yeah. I mean, the last time we saw him was at the Turf Club yeah. when Semisonic reunited to do that album, Feeling what Strangely I, Fine. What should I play of Dan's or Semisonic's or Trip oh, Shakespeare's? Do you want to play something that he did? Do you want to play a Lucky Lady? Play uh, a Lucky Lady. That I may need to go into Spotify for. For some reason, I don't have. Or do you have something queued up? No. It's okay. Um, I'm finding it. Keep talking while All I right. search. I'm just thinking, okay, this is the... There we go. Oh, I found good. it. Awesome. When I Thank you, Spotify. To her son.
song is over and you're still making a drink, I don't know what to do. I'm going to play some Semisonic. That is what I will do to resolve this issue of you just coming into the room now, tardy from our... Tardy for the party? Uh, Semisonic, so many songs to choose from. When he played last night, or do you want to? Play? I don't know. I'm just gonna pull up Great Divide. Okay. We'll play something off of that. Down in flames. There you go. Whoops! It started, and then I stopped it. And now it's starting again. I know "Unlucky Lady" was a short song, and I'm like, shit, I need to hurry, but. the name of the podcast but i heard a recent well it was not recent it was maybe a year ago but i listened recently to an interview that john munson from trip shakespeare semi-sonic uh-huh. did with a podcaster about his music and what he does and it was interesting because there are things that he talked about in relationship to the end of trip shakespeare and the start of semi-sonic that i wasn't aware of um and it was interesting to hear him like the the Trip Shakespeare was very eclectic, very out there. I mean, you had to kind of get it. it yeah. It wasn't... It, it, it was poppy and hooky. But it was but weird. Yeah. So a lot of their stuff, like, it took me a while even to... I listened mm-hmm. to it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember the first time I heard it, I was kind of like, okay. And it, the only reason I heard it is because a friend of mine from Minneapolis had a tape of theirs, and they were going to play our school. Okay. And she was like, okay, they're going to be doing this song and this song and this <laughs> song. Yeah. Um, but with Semisonic, and they had, so they went through the major label process with AM Records yeah. on Trip Shakespeare. They had two major label releases. They have a great book. Jacob Schlichter wrote it. Yeah. Um, Semisonic's. Was it So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star? Yeah. Semisonic's drummer. Yeah. With Semisonic, they took an entirely different approach. And that was two of the guys from Trip Shakespeare Dan Wilson and John, and John Munson. Matt 
it sounds like the breakup happened, the Trip Shakespeare breakup happened because Matt didn't like the direction they were going, which mm-hmm. he didn't like Dan's songs, which is funny because Dan has become this like crazy in-demand songwriter. Because he's written for Adele, he's written for Taylor Swift, he's written for um, is it Chris Stapleton. Everybody. And, yeah. <laughs> but definitely a much more... Halsey, yeah. A much more hook-driven, poppy songwriter. Yeah. And that was yeah. the direction their last album, Lulu. Mm-hmm. Dan's stuff was way poppy. Which is probably my favorite album. I love Lulu oh so my much. Oh, God. But John's, I mean, Matt's stuff was a little oh more weird, a little out there. Yeah. And so he Which I still loved. I love I love Matt's yeah. voice. I love his songs, too. But it's different. Yeah. And he didn't like the direction they were going. He didn't like mm-hmm. Dan's songs as much. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they ended up splitting. And um, the, the goal was semi-sonic when John and Dan and, I mean, uh, John and Dan and Jake put that together yep. was... Let's just fucking go for it. Like, let's try to have every song in the album be a single or co- single quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is like way hookier, way. Yeah. Um, Some of it inter- isn't, though. I think it is. I, what, what would you say of Semi Sonics isn't hooky? Some of their slower stuff. Especially like, in the first two albums, though. The third uh, album, maybe not as much, but the first two albums is pretty there's hook. Some, like There's like this fuzzy song I'm trying to think of. A fuzzy song. Um, it's like "I Feel for You" or something like that. It's not "I Feel for You." It's no, it's I know. Not the I know what, Khan I, song. I know what song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but like they wouldn't release that as a single. No, even though it's like it's good. It is "I Feel it's for You." Chill. It's a, yeah, that, but that's the last song in the album. And the last song is like, supposed to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. You're right. That's not. This wouldn't be a single. No. So it's not like every song is going to be a single, no. but a lot of them were very catchy. Like Sculpture yeah. Garden, man. Oh, I fucking love Sculpture Garden. Sculpture Garden was when they were still Pleasure, and they put out, yeah. well, the, the EP was called Pleasure because their original name before they were Semi-Sonic was Pleasure. But then there was some sort of there was another group lawsuit else. thing. Cause... So they put out this EP under Semi-Sonic called Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I should have yelled out this last night, but I told myself I'm not going to yell anything out. Yeah, we got to talk more about how weird the show was. Fucking. <laughs> now you're gonna have to explain what the song is about. <laughs> in Minneapolis, if you've not been here or aren't familiar with our city, we have a sculpture garden next to the Guthrie. The- well, no, the old Guthrie Theater is next to Walker Art Center. Is that what it is he called? He just said underneath the cherry moon, but he's referring to the cherry spoon. There's this sculpture garden, and the centerpiece of it is the. It's a the cherry. What is the spoon bridge and cherry? Yes. It's about fucking. All the sculptures are about fucking. You know how art is. And apparently people used to um, do some outdoor activity. Yeah, it was kind of a thing to fuck in the sculpture garden because of the cherry spoon. But um, that's what this song is about. 
and they they install the sprinkler system to try to keep people keep people from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> What a passive-aggressive Minnesota thing to do. No kidding! That is like the most Minnesota thing ever! Yeah, there were meetings like, uh, if people are fucking in the sculpture garden, what do we do? Uh, shit, uh, we can't arrest them. Uh, let's, let's, let's turn on, let's the, turn sprinkler on the sprinklers. So that is such a Minnesota thing. Oh, I love, I love it here. It's so ridiculous. I hadn't thought about it before, but it really is perfect. It's so true. I'll be very impressed if Spotify has Sculpture Garden. They might. I don't know. They might. It's not on. It, that was a, an indie release, but yeah, who knows? You never know. Uh, so yeah, Semisonic has done amazing stuff, and of course, they're best known, known for Closing Time. So right. last night's show. Yes, we were going to talk about the show. Small just... club. Most of the we got. We'd never been to this venue. We got an email. I got two emails within the days approaching the show saying. Hey, the show's at nine o'clock. Doors open at five. You might want to make your reservations for dinner. And I'm like, yeah, man, uh, man. No. we don't really want to do dinner. So we showed up at well, like what eight thirty? Eight thirty, and it's, it was pretty crowded. It was, and there was. And we didn't know what the setup was going to be because we looked at pictures online, and it, some shows it's all yeah. standing. Some shows there are seats. Some shows they kept the dinner set up. So which yeah, is this, what they did for this show. Yeah, they had tables set up, and they've there's a small upstairs seating area too. But it, it was all tables and people seated for dinner, and then mm-hmm. I mean people had eaten before the show mostly. But and we there found was a, a space one little standing, stand. <laughs> two little standing s- spaces. We found a spot out of the way, and we were very lucky. Yeah, yeah. but it we was, got there at a good time. It's I a think. good venue. I'd go there again. Oh yeah, I'd probably be inclined to get a table. I would too. Um. So he came out and said, "Hey, here's the rules of engagement. Um, I'm gonna." And he's like, "I don't, I don't know if I should say rules of engagement because that sounds really combative." Yeah, there's kind of an an overarching like teaching. He, he kept asking people if they were teachers because mm-hmm. of the way they wanted to deal with things. But he would ask for song requests, and every, it was just a free for all. Everybody yelling things out. And then at one point, he picked one side of the room, and then picked a song in another side of the room, picked a song, and then they had them do rock paper scissors yeah, to determine people, the song. Two people had to stand up do rock paper scissors. That was fun. And then yeah. he ended up doing the other the, the losing song anyway because toward his the end of the show, was there. his mom requested. And he's like, oh, she well, wanted to hear it. And he's yeah. like, yep, you didn't know that mom wins all. Yeah. <laughs> He used a different word, but I'm going to say that word. But yeah. he's like, mom, mom wins all. It was a really fun show. It was like a little chaotic, but he's, at one point he was realizing, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. He said, I feel like this would go better if it was just me and four people in the audience. Right. I think, okay, in retrospect, yeah. I think it would be better if it were a structured show with maybe a few I random things in the middle. I thought of that too. Or the other way to do things is... I know that Mike Doty has done some shows where they're called like oh. the the Fishbowl Show or something yeah. like that. Where yeah. and I don't know if that's who Dan wh- Wilson has also written for. Right. I don't know if that's something where they put requests in the Fishbowl or if it's quest like a Q and A. Yeah. But regardless, he will draw things out and then the show will be based on that. Mm-hmm. So that would be a way to do it instead, where when people walk in, you somebody says, "Hey, if you have a request, put yeah. it in the Fishbowl." Because it got, I do have to say, it got a little chaotic at times, and yeah. then you kind of. I wouldn't say he lost control of the audience, but there was a lot more like chatter. Yeah, and... he was good about bringing it back though, and just yeah, going, okay, he was. He was quiet good. Now. Yeah, like he still owned the room, which yeah. is great. But it was just him, acoustic guitar, piano, piano. and his three ring binders. Yep. And occasionally the help of a cell phone. 
Yes. It was really fun. Yeah. Again, one of those moments like, oh, I'm so glad I'm from here. I know. You know, so he might good. do those shows somewhere else, but this is his hometown, and he always yeah. comes back and does a few shows here a year. And, yeah, maybe his parents are going to fly out to L.A. occasionally, but it's so <laughs> much more convenient for them to show up to a show here. Yeah. It was, it was very fun. So yeah, I'm glad we went to that. I am too. Got to see a new a new music yes. venue that I'm sure we'll end up going to again mm-hmm. for something. But Yeah, like people have residencies there. Like yeah. Abby Wolf, who used to work with Dessa Still a lot. does on occasion. Still does on she occasion. Did, she was at the video shoot we were at. Yeah. Even though she's not in the touring group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have different, they have some interesting acts playing at Ice House. I have a feeling we'll end up there again at some point. Mm-hmm. Let's so, play another song. That was last night. What are we, yeah, what are you feeling? For Telly's. Fratellis, let me bring up my library, my playlist, because I've got some in there. Although I have the whole... Okay, I have, I have two songs. I'm going to pull up, just to be safe, because I know you've got probably got something specific. I'm going to pull up the whole album well, instead. The whole, you mean like the four songs that have downloaded from yeah, the album? The four, because... Yeah. So yeah, the album hasn't come out yet. That's coming out again. So it's called In Your Own Sweet Time, mm-hmm. new, new Fratellis album. Yep. And they're touring the US, so we get to see them. Yay! Yay! They're playing Yay! here. I'm so happy. Last time we had to go to Chicago to see him. We did. Which happily... Oh, wait, I was mean, that the last time or did we see him at the Varsity after Chicago? We saw Chicago? him at the Varsity after Chicago. Okay. The Chicago show was kind of weird because it happened to coincide with one of your work trips. Yeah, I wasn't in the best And you were not... Mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think it rubbed off on me a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, no, no. It did, no, it didn't totally rub off did. on me during the show. I think like going home, it sort of did. Oh, but I get it. It's okay. I mean, it's not... I'm glad you're out of that situation. Me too. Okay, which of the four songs from the new Fratelli's album? We had some album? killer donuts while we were there. We did. What would you like to hear from the Fratelli's album? Uh, let's do I've Been Blind. All right, let's do that.
hook on that. Does that not slay you? That's a hook. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have something on my phone that I would like you to play. I'm excited to. S- oh, okay. I'm excited to see them again. Oh, God, I am too. And I don't remember when the I show like was. how they. Have you been watching any of their like just random? You've you've sent me links to a couple when he's done some stuff. Yeah, they've been talking. Promoting it. They've been talking about how they're structuring the tour, and they. Oh, I don't know about that. And they did this. They did this when we saw them in Chicago. They did this when we saw them at the Varsity, and they're very meticulous about planning oh, their every set other. list where they'll play something new, but then they'll play something old because they don't want people to get bored. Yeah, which I wouldn't, but I wouldn't I get either. That that because happened. I mean, hello, have, did you just hear that song? If you're, I mean, if you're, if you only, do not feel that song, holy shit! <laughs> you do not love this game of basketball. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, if you're familiar with the Fratellis from anything other than this podcast, it's probably from from Chelsea Dagger. From this song. Um, Whether you love or hate the Blackhawks. Yeah, this is their... I do not love them, but I love this song so much. Yeah, so this is a song that has moved beyond just... I heard it in South Dakota at a yeah, hockey game. Yeah, exactly. So this is a song that's kind of out there in the ether. <laughs> I mean, if you hear this in South Dakota, man, you made it. <laughs> so some people are going, oh, fuck, I hate that song. But that's the song they're most known for. But right. Regardless of whether or not you like that, if you like a good poppy hook, Fratelli's fucking rule. And okay, I want you to play. Take your case up. off if you could. Oh, I needed absolutely. to plug, plug the thing. Okay, in. sure. Let me. Ooh. This is not something I could find on Spotify. No, it okay. is not because this is something I might have. Something off of the YouTube. Yes. I love. Yes. Um, I love what is it? You YouTube MP3. Yes. I love so being play, able to suck down audio. So off play of. the acoustic version of Stand Up Tragedy from here. All right, I will do that. And then, so we'll play it. Maybe we should play a snippet of this and then play the full song. Oops. Well, pardon me, sugar. I'm the man underneath your thumb. But I won't take your violence and I won't chew your bubble gum. White heat in the street Any day now obsolete Though you've seen your best days I still walk down your empty street Well, you look like salvation But you taste like a refugee Well, you say you got a good song. Okay. Do you want to play the full thing through, or do you want to play like the produced version? Your call. You're you're the boss here. Okay. Play the chorus first. Honey, loving you took the very best of me. I don't need your red wine-covered sympathy. Just another punchline. Stand up tragedy. Okay, then we'll play the okay. the produced version because I heard the produced version. And I was like, ah, this is okay, but then, yeah, but then like I heard the acoustic version, just heard like the layered songwriting of it, and just died. And then you just died. 
Well, no, I died when you and Dessa had that Twitter exchange. But when I was, yeah, me and Dessa are best friends now. Yeah, yeah, um, we're going to be Dessa invited. and I. So the um, <laughs> she wouldn't she wouldn't invite anybody over who said Dessa and me. Right. Um, She's not Halsey. She wouldn't sing him and I. <laughs> All right. Very different. Very different. I like the other version better. I heard this first, then I heard the acoustic version, and then I realized this is a fucking hooky song. But he was experimenting with some falsetto in this. So, but when it gets to the chorus, when it gets to the chorus, let it hit you, man. I'm gonna feel the boom. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I still like the other version better. Yeah. But like the other version taught me to love the song more. If that makes any sense. <laughs> you need to go to school to love the song. I did. Yeah. I hear you. But he's such a good songwriter. It just God, it just kills me. Yep. We got to see him in London. Remember that? Yeah, I that know. Was... I keep thinking of that. His solo, his brief solo career. He has an album that has not been released. I know. I wonder if it's ever going to see the light of day. I don't know. Like, there's part of me that's like, can you just, you know, make that a Fratelli's album or something? I know. So something. I can... Just put it out in between Fratelli's albums. You can albums. hear it? You don't have behind. Just put it out. I'd Let like the your... people hear it, John. Let the people hear it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Looking I do forward look to that. forward to hearing this live, though. Because he won't be doing the falsetto thing. He can only sing one part at once. Right, so right. it's going to be so good. And they're, they're playing good. it for stab. Yeah. Okay. And I have a weird, weird are you story fearf- about that. Are you fearful about that? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm cool. Well, they, let's not push it. Well, they <laughs> play. Well, the last time we saw the Fratellis, a lady oh, that's pushed when you me down. Oh, almost got a fist fight. That's right. No, a lady pushed me down, and I'm like, okay, honey, I'm on Prozac. I'm cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna punch you. I'm not gonna pour water on you. Unlike the last time I was at first out where I poured water on a lady. Didn't I? Huh? Yeah, I remember there was an altercation. And... Oh, you were ready to like take her out. You were like. I was. I was. You jo- were. I was jawing with her husband, wasn't you I? You were. You were. <laughs> he, he he didn't know what to do. He was like. And he was really nice to me. He's like, you handled that really well. You were so nice to her. And That's because like, I was ready to go to And I'm toe. like, you know what? She behaved badly, but whatever. And I'm like, lady. She kind of pushed you out of the way. She was No, a- she pushed me out of the way, and like, I fell into a plant. That's right. <laughs> but then I'm like, lady, you need to get away from my husband. You go over here in this, this area where there's nobody. <laughs> And then I ended up in that area when she left, and it was I had words. super nice. <laughs> I've had words a few times at shows. I have two. I have two. Yeah. 
It's not something I but intend I'm, to do. Well, I'm hoping that it's less dramatic when we see the Fratellis at First Avenue I'm this sure time. I'm sure it will be. I hope so. I'm so looking forward to it. It's yeah, going to be huh? It's going to be good. I know I'm, it will. I'm, yeah. They bring it. They do. They're so good. Uh, so yeah, another good album coming out. Yeah. Another one we have to look March, forward to. what, 14th? Fuck, I don't know. It'll just show up one day in my 16th. iTunes library and I will 16th. be joyful. Uh, me too. But yeah. I do like that, uh, I do like the musicians are doing this where they're putting out three or four songs off their album mm-hmm. at a time once you pre-order. Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing to occasionally, like you get an email or you get like a, you get used a to notice, the like, oh, there's a new the album, song. And then you're like, once the album arrives, you're Dive very in. familiar with a lot of it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so that's going to be good. It's, yeah, it's going to be awesome. What else is on your little list of fun? What is my, you mean my talk list? Yeah. Oh, my, okay. Your talk list. Is my that what it's called? List. No. Do you have a note in your it's iPhone? It's called Dyslexic Heart 318. Too bad. It's 318? Ne- because it's March 2018. Oh, oh I, okay. I was confused. Next year, it'll be 319, and then we can do a whole print show about the song. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the song I'd probably choose. No. It was in Showgirls, though. I know that and Rip Hop Go to Zippa, also not one of his best. <laughs> his, 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 his delving into reggae, not, not the best. No. Uh, oh, okay. Do you want to talk about... I want to talk whatever you want to talk about. Do you want to talk about where we went for dinner tonight? No, not okay. really. It was fine. It Do you want to talk about the Surly and First Avenue beer combo? Okay. Surly is putting on a beer that's co-branded with First Avenue called Plus One. I'm moderately interested in it. It's, I am too. Surly's like... It's a like, gold nail. People fucking love Surly around here. I know. People I, I enjoy it. Yes. But I don't have it regularly. Right. We don't line up for their limited Their editions. darkness release. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I do enjoy that they have... Um, they're so much part of Minneapolis that they do things like put out a Doomtree beer. Yeah. And put out a First Avenue beer. Right. The First Avenue beer has Dearly Beloved on the back. And a couple of my f- Prince friends on oh. Twitter were like, I don't know. Should we put Dearly Beloved on a beer because he didn't really enjoy the drinking that much? Yeah, well. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I'm more okay I'll with that it. than Justin Timberlake having a party and having drinking at Paisley Park. I'm Yeah, I'm... Well... If it's between anything and Justin Timberlake, I'll choose the other option. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to trying that. It's only available right now at First Ave, and it's, well, it's available at Turf Club, because that's a First Avenue venue. Ooh, is it now? Yeah. Uh, when do you know, <laughs> do you know when it will be released? I don't know. I don't know what the. the is it now, or I mean, is We it could like always soon? cruise over there for lunch some after some Saturday and yeah. try it. We could do that. Yep. Let's do that. I'm all in. I don't know if they're having... Maybe they're also making it available at the Surly Brew Pub. I yep. don't know. But I wouldn't mind going there for lunch either. Regardless, we'll find a way to have it. Yeah. And try it and enjoy yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. In I'm a summer, sucker for this. I like First Avenue. I like Surly. I'll try it. In the summer, And it's I a might... style of beer I would n- normally try anyway. Right. It's, it's not super hoppy. It's not a fucking IPA. Yeah. Can so we stop good. making super hoppy IPAs? Yeah. Can I'm we just? That. We have enough of those. We do. I could take a couple afternoons off in the summer and not lose a lot of vacation time is what I'm saying. Well, we can do it on a weekend. We don't need to use vacation time to have a beer. <laughs> it would only be like two hours or something. Whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it I'm out. I'm sure we have something at Turf Club coming up, don't we? We do. Well, there you go. We'll yes. have it then. Okay. We'll do that. I'm sure it'll be out by then, too, because it's like a month away. There so. you go. Perfect. All right. 
Um, shit. I pulled up the 500 playlist by mistake a second Oops. ago. I've resolved that. There's a little bit of buzz. Can you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Huh. I, I can't. I took my hearing aids out because it was hurting okay. my ears. I don't know if that's going to come through on the playback or not, but I can hear a little buzz. Yeah, it's fine. Fuck it. Okay. We have low production here. We do have low production. Shit. <clears throat> okay. Do you want to talk about TV at all? or? I don't know. What's, what is there to talk about? Um, Survivor's back. That's Survivor's back. I do. That was my first thing. I'm like, yay, Survivor's back. I know. Yeah. I look forward to Survivor. Oh, and Joel McHale has a, a new version of The Soup called have, Joel McHale's show on Netflix. That and Billy Eckner is going to be on the next episode, tomorrow, which I'm super every Sunday. excited about. That makes me I happy. Yeah. I like Because I just like people making fun of things, which is what we do. Yep. yep. And he's really good at it. So Yeah. Yeah. Survi- both Survivor and the Joel McHale show were on my list. Ah, so. they both bring yeah. me joy. Yeah. We don't necessarily we have do. like that much appointment television. We really don't. Oh, Drunk History. So here's our TiVo. We have an episode to watch still on that. Yeah. We have our TiVo season pass is Drunk History, Survivor, Catfish, The Good <laughs> yeah. Place. Uh-huh. And then Joel McHale is on Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah. That's about it. Good Place is done for the season, which is sad. I but... record all the late night talk shows uh-huh. and then we'll watch them only if there's somebody on there that I'm moderately interested in, even though... You know, late night talk show interviews are all, it's not scripted, but like they plan out what they're going to talk about and stuff. But the Patton Oswalt, Jennifer Lawrence episode of The Colbert Show was golden. Fantastic. Both good guests. There are certain people who are, like Jennifer Lawrence is one of the best talk show guests because she's unfiltered. Yeah. So she will go off of whatever is planned to talk about it. And even uh-huh. the things they plan to talk about are going to be weird anyway because she's. And they all ended up doing shots and it was beautiful. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're at my house. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't do that that often. I swear. We only <laughs> like drink on the weekends. This is the first time I, I've been like really this buzzed in a long time. Since I'll be Vegas, in Vegas maybe? yeah, which was in December. Yeah. Um, not that I need to justify my drinking habits to anyone else. Fuck no, you guys. You um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Je- so Jennifer Lawrence was also on Mark Maron's podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyable interview, which I knew it would be because. I love both of them. Yeah, I'm a fan. And I she actually requested to be on there. She asked her she said mm-hmm. it's one of the rare times she's asked her publicist to schedule something. But it's a good venue for her because she can swear as much as she wants mm-hmm. and she can completely kind of let her guard down a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. And I like was, how on Colbert she's like talking to her nephews and nieces and she's like, Aunt Jen's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I find her very uh, entertaining. I do too. I, I, I like and her. And I feel like I think she. The reason that I feel I, like it's not made up either. That's I feel what I was like she's say. being genuine. That's and that's the difference. I feel like so she goes on there and they have things that they're planning on talking about, but she can't help but being herself. Being herself. And as yeah. a result, you you actually get a little bit. You get more of her than you do of other people who go on who are. Yeah. Not necessarily. They're going to be show mm-hmm. the showbiz version of themselves. Yeah. So and there are people who hate her and fuck those people. That's fine. If you don't yeah. like her, that's fine. Don't watch her. Right. Exactly. I find her very entertaining and I'm endearing. not going to watch every movie she's in because not every movie she's in appeals to me. No. But I Win- think she's Winter's a Winter's Bone. Right. Oh, Winter's Bone. Nice. Um, <laughs> I think she's an awesome person and I just, yeah. I really enjoy I find her, her talk show appearances. I find her entertaining regardless of what she, what part she's playing. Like you can yeah. throw away her movie career. I would just yeah. watch her. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Although I think I, I I might see her at some point. I might see her current her movie that she's promoting. The Russian spy one. Yeah, like yeah. I I buy her. She has that look. Like yeah, yeah, she could pull off being a Russian spy. I want to see Black Panther really bad. 
We can see that. I just I'm fine. I'll see anything. I don't care. I've just heard really good things, and I just think it'd be really cool. All right, we'll go see Black Panther sometime okay. after it's like the last week that it's in the theaters. <laughs> when there's we'll go at like a nine thirty yeah. a.m. Yeah. matinee. And when there are like will be four there. people in there, It'd be perfect, including us. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll keep an eye on. Yeah, I've just yeah I've just heard so many good things, and I just okay. I'm not like a huge superhero movie. Although I did watch Wonder Woman on the plane to Vegas. Oh yeah, I've not seen that. Fucking loved it. Awesome. It was like there were parts that were kind of cheesy, but overall, I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a superhero movie guy either. But every once in a while, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go see this Avengers movie, and mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's good, mindless entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. And like, part of it was the action thing, and part of it's like seeing a strong woman doing strong things and like kicking ass. And there you like, go. This is what I need to see right now so bad. There you go. Yeah. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Annie uh... Lennox and Aretha Franklin. <laughs> What else? Talk right now. what else we I've got? Drinks. We should play another song. It's been Let's a little while. What you got? I've got some Brian Fallon. Oh, yeah. I have that on my playlist. So Brian too. Fallon is the lead singer of Gaslight Anthem, who anybody who's listened to either of our podcasts is probably familiar with. Very Ferris, much so. <laughs> Ferris Wheel song on... Uh, 500. On 500, and we've played him on here a bunch of times. And he has a solo album. And now, you know, his a lot of his solo and other projects, I've not necessarily been into as much. Mm-hmm. I haven't been into nearly as much as Gaslight Anthem. Right. But, but the latest one. This is a very Gaslight Anthem-esque album. Yes. It has that sound, that and vibe. And Gaslight is touring this summer, but they're not coming anywhere I know. near. I mean, they're coming to Chicago, but I have something we're going not on that it. weekend, so we're not going to be able to make it. But um, So he put out this album. And it's, it's buzzing again, hon. Is it? I don't hear anything. Weird. I'm deaf. Huh. I'm sure it's from the iPad thing, but... Oh. Sorry. Sorry if you're hearing buzzing. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay, it's gone now. Okay. It is related to that cable. I don't know what's going on. But I thought I'd tell you just in case. I can't hear it. Okay. I I only hear certain frequencies. I'm like a dog. You hear my voice, though. Yeah, that's one frequency I'm tuned into 24 hours a day. That's awesome. And Max. Max is Do you have a specific song by chance? Huh? Is he on the bed? Yeah, he disappeared. Sweet. Uh, let's see. Let me whip up my. Playlist. He has an album called Sleepwalkers. Yeah, it just came out. It's very. Tr- it's very Gaslight Anthemy. Gaslight Anthem is not technically broken up, but no. he has said he doesn't really have any plans to record with them again for a while, unless they have a reason to. But they will probably play some live shows every once in a while, as they are doing this summer or this spring. But I'm glad that he put out an album that sounds like Gaslight Anthem yeah. because I like that sound. Either if your prayers don't get to heaven, or see you on the other side. Uh, okay. See you on the other side for more Yeah. This is a good one. I'm gonna start today. I'm gonna roll these dice with 
Perfect timing. The song just is ending. Yay. Thanks. Oh, not quite. I forgot that, that it restarts. Oh, that's right. Hey, Oops. thanks for the drink. This one's fake endings. Thanks for the additional cocktail. You're welcome. Oh, so what else is going on? Let's see. I'm, I'm really drunk. Awesome. Yeah. I'm semi-drunk, but I, sh- I feel like I should be more drunk based on the amount of alcohol I've had. But then I'm afraid if I have more alcohol, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> You're, doing, you're not. You're not using your my too drunk voice, so that's good. You're not. That yelling. is good. You you know that voice too well. I know. Well. I can tell when you're going to be a problem. Uh-huh. I, I can tell when tomorrow's going to be a problem for you. <laughs> We're not there yet. Oh, um, let's talk about the mortified guide. Oh yeah, it's still buzzing again. Do you want to? There's a fuck. Sorry. I don't. No, it's good now. I can't hear it. So okay, I'll try move. and tell you. But yeah, then. that's fine. Sorry to everybody who hears frequencies other than the ones that I hear. I thought we had the buzzing problem solved with this mix, the old, going back to the old mixer, but mm-hmm. we don't. Um, Sorry. So, so I'm just saying it. I hope I'm not distracting in case nobody else hears it. That's okay. This is what we do. We but do what we do. I just want to make sure like, no one Doesn't else matter. really hears it. There's a movie that we've mentioned before in the show called Mortified Nation where people mm-hmm. get up and they read bits of their... Excuse me, bits of their journals from their awkward teenage years. Mm-hmm. There's now a series called Mortified Guide on Netflix. We have to watch more of that. We've only watched the first one. It's I've watched so it twice. Good. <laughs> um, and it's a, a mini version of the of the documentary. Mm-hmm. And they have a theme to each of the shows. And yes, the first one was outstanding. Oh my god! Especially the it's um, so good. What was it? Uh, I can't remember the dude's name. Janelle and <gasps> start with a T. Oh, God. But anyway, I don't remember his name, but he was so... Yeah. Tyler. One, Tyler. Tyler and Janelle. It was yeah. really... They were it both was the very, last one, but it was so good. good. So, yes, if you have seen Mortified... If you have not seen Mortified Nation, watch it. It's very compelling. It's on Netflix. And one of those things where you're like, you can... Um, Especially if you grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And 
you can relate a but lot. But there's a certain, like, you, it's, I don't even know that you would need to have grown up in the 80s. I think there's yeah. a... I guess the Bon Jovi story is more of the 80s. Oh, but, from the most recent one. Yeah. But as far as the documentary and the whole concept of it. Like, just, yeah, just having your thoughts and then. We've all gone. Having them to yourself, but then sharing them with the world. Yeah, you're sh- it's people sharing their awkward teen moments and the things that they and thought. we all have them. I don't care how popular you were. We've I think got I've shared, awkward I think moments. I've shared some of mine on this show. I think I brought, a, I think, didn't I bring out a notebook on an early you show? You did, and you read a poem. And then and I, I realized was it like, was, no, I realized, realized it wasn't it was a poem. Me- it was Metallica lyrics. I know, but I mocked it. Well, there you go. You're mocking the great Metallica. Sorry, um, James Hetfield. I did not mean to mock your lyrics. They, I thought there, they were Tim's. There <laughs> is a Twin Cities um, Mortified. It's it, at Amsterdam in St. Paul. I the, love that place. The next one's in June. We're going. We could. That'd be fun. Um, I will not read because I don't have any. I'd want to go to it in person before I decide to read. I would read at some point. I don't necessarily have a journal. I don't have anything, though. I've got I, all my notes. I burned a lot of stuff from my teenage years. I saved all of my notes with my female friends. That's awesome. Um, and I'm sure there's some weird stuff in <gasps> That's there. That's super awesome. I have a whole shoebox downstairs. Oh, nice. I might have some journals, too. I don't know. I used to have journals, I've got a box and then I decided I, I didn't need them anymore. I have nightmares down there. We'll see. I, I was, like, I, ashamed. See, that's the thing. It's like I should have burned my college shit, because my college shit's way worse than my high school shit, because I was, like, pretentious and thought it was yeah, well, something. That's what you do in college, though. You think that you know things, and you... And you don't. Yeah, you don't know shit. Yeah. And then you get out in the world, and you're like, oh... Oh, yeah. I was a dumbass when I was in my yeah. 20s. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what you do in your 20s. I know, exactly. That's what your 20s are for. Yeah. If you're in your 20s, you're allowed to make mistakes. Be a dumbass who thinks they know everything. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's By okay. the time you're in your 30s, and especially your 40s, you're supposed to have your shit together. I think so. But your 20s <laughs> are the time for fucking up. Yep. And your teens are you don't definitely even know you're the fucking time up. for fucking up. You don't necessarily even know you're fucking up. But yeah. 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 Oh um, so anyway, Mortified Guide on Netflix. First watch Mortified Nation, the mm-hmm. documentary, and then watch the show Mortified Guide. There is another Mortified-inspired show that I started to watch at one point that wasn't very good. So mm-hmm. stick to those two. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one was called, but I was disappointed. I think... Aww. No, I am in, I am interested because I understand that they do have like a podcast mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of other Mortified stuff. I might have to delve into that because I do find it really interesting. Yeah. I see, I hear a lot of myself when I hear these people getting up on the stage and oh, telling their horrifying stories. I'm like, oh yeah. It makes yeah. me feel a little bit better because it's like, oh yeah, we all went through this ridiculous stuff. Like we all had unrequited crushes. Right, exactly. And to... And we all had crushes on, like, whether they were in your high school or movie stars or rock stars, they were all unattainable. Right. Yeah. I had many... I think it was a protective thing that I had unattainable crushes because I was not ready to date. That's a fairly normal thing. I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I would. I would. I not, don't think I was ready to date until I was out of college. Honestly, I would not rule out getting up on stage and reading some embarrassing things from my youth. I, I would, would do that. I would. Cheer the you way on. that it works, I I guess, is that so you fill out a form on their website mm-hmm. and they put you in touch with somebody who's sort of a. Um, a like curator a that gets together with you and they go through your stuff because they don't want you editing things uh, too much. Yeah. There are things that you would ne- normally maybe be inclined to edit out that mm. they will tell you, no, leave that in. They'll, they'll go through your stuff with you and tell you this is 
what you should do. So they they make it so that it's presentable and works and right. Um, yeah, but it's know. also mortifying. Sort of. I mean, yeah, it is. Obviously, but the they name. Don't mean, but they don't want to humiliate anyone. But they want to make it relatable. Yeah, I think so. They don't change the change what you're saying, but they yeah. they will maybe tell you, you know what? Let's skip this part because it's not going to. It doesn't mm-hmm. drive the story forward. Right. Um, but there are some things where you might like say, well, this detail doesn't necessarily relate to the story. But mm-hmm. they'll say leave that in because that's going to get a laugh because yeah. everybody can relate to it because you're. Right. Making reference from the time period right. or something like that. It's so, a more universal thing that people um, can relate to. Yeah. But it, it would be fun to just go and, and watch it sometime. Totally. And then, I don't know. I would do that. Yeah. Even though I hate being in front of people, I, I would. That's the kind of, like, when if I, I, this show is evident of that. <laughs> if I'm going to put myself out there, I'm like, I'm putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're better at putting yourself out there than I am, I think. I don't know. I hold a lot of stuff back. I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle, shrouded in mystery. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I do, but I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. It's just that I don't have the material anymore, really. I, I'll have to look and see what I have. I'll have to go through the box one of these days yeah. and see. I just remember having like this burning ceremony. Like, really? I just don't need this anymore. And. And I, I wish I had it now. Last time I looked at some of the notes, and by the way, once I went through them, they were folded up in those little footballs. Oh, I yes. couldn't put them back in the original shape. I don't know how to do that <gasps> oh, anymore. No. But um, I love the footballs. Intricate, That's so cool. I know intricate triangle sh- foldings. Mm-hmm. But when I went through them, half the stuff in there, I was, I didn't know what I was talking about. Like there was references that were so specific to what happened twenty five years ago that like, you couldn't remember. I don't know what the fuck it was a reference to. But I'm sure there's there's probably some stuff in there that's... Is there some Debbie Gibson-related stuff? Mm, probably not. Oh. The thing with... I liked her. I wasn't one of those, like... I, oh. I never had a big thing for her. I mean, like... Yeah. I was a fan, but it wasn't like... But it wasn't like I dream about marrying no, her. No, nothing like that. That's cool. I don't know what... I mean, that's cool that you didn't. Seriously. No, it wasn't like that. It was... Yeah. No. It was an odd... like It, it was, was like, odd for me to... I'm a huge fan, but I yeah, know my but it boundaries. Wasn't, it wasn't that... Yeah. That's I don't know. good. Yeah. Nothing weird like that. Yeah. There are plenty of other weird things. But. Oh, yeah. Because I had crushes on rock stars. I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> going to marry this person. No, They're nothing. my soulmate. And no, no, no. No, no, honey. No, 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 no. You're, like, even the first time that I met her. You're 15. No, this will sound funny. I met her multiple times. <laughs> even the first time I met her, it wasn't anything other than like, oh, I just really want her autograph. And to tell her that I like her music. That's There really, wasn't anything like I had like cool. anything. Yeah. It wasn't like, even though her bodyguard wanted... Yeah, I may have jumped like, over. I may have jumped over a security barrier to get it and to meet her, but she was cool about it. Mm-hmm. That but that's security... exactly the thing that I think artists want to hear is like, "I love your music." Her and security I'm not guard a was ready to take me out, and she's like, "No, wait, it's okay." Now, if it had been a few months later when her Wisconsin stalker <sighs> went after, guy. it might have been a different story. But Ugh. then, when I saw her at the Guthrie Theater, yeah, a couple months later. Can we play some Debbie Gibson? Uh, we were, yeah, we can. Um, so here's the part where we lose everyone. Um, so that was, so she was here for the, there's this big event here shortly after the Metrodome opened. There were mm-hmm. all these big events, kind of like with the new stadium. We had yeah. the Super Bowl. We also had the Super Bowl back in 91. Um, Many I'll, people forget because it was, wasn't it the year before Whitney Houston did the national anthem? Or 92. I don't know. Whatever year it was. Yeah. The, the halftime ceremony was atrocious. And Yeah. Was it like up with people or yeah, something? Yeah, pretty it, much. It's buzzing again. Fuck. No, now it's good. 
I, this is like, I feel like I'm a little kid with a fucking TV antenna. <laughs> I'm not your remote control. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to no. have to go to spot. Is it buzzing again? No, it's, Christ. it was for like a half What a am I doing with my time. life? I'm going to have to go to Spotify. I don't even have her in my iTunes library. How does that work? Wow. I do. Well, I, th- I think I do, but I couldn't, maybe it's under her last name. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so, <laughs> why did Carrie Underwood just come up <laughs> on Spotify? Before he cheats. What was I? Oh, so anyway, the opening ceremonies. The, so the, the special, special the national, the international special Olympics were here. Did this huge opening ceremony thing at the Metrodome? I'm envious of you for going to this. Because it was the first time I saw was, Prince. Yeah, exactly. He did Diamonds and Pearls and yep. Baby I'm a Star. It was yep. fantastic. Yep. I saw Gerardo. I saw Randy Travis. I saw. I'm not envious <laughs> of Gerardo and Andy Travis. Randy yeah. Travis. I saw Rico Suave live. Wow. I know. I drove through Randy Travis's hometown. That's the best thing to do. Keep on moving. No, it, there was like a sign that says we support you because he had like this incident where he sort of got arrested. I remember. For I remember. The, I remember seeing the mugshot. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Debbie Gibson played that, and I went to. The, it wasn't specifically to see her. I went to this because there were a lot of awesome people, and mm-hmm. I was a fan of hers. And afterwards, or I think I left early. Yeah. But not before seeing Prince. No, I saw everybody I wanted to see. There were a lot of celebrities, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, and then I met some people. I think I camped out in one of the hotel lobbies and got autographs. Nice. I don't know and if you I were, you're in high school, so it's okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, I met Hulk Hogan. And wow. he was with me and Gene. It was great. So um, anyway, after the, I'll tell the story about when I met Debbie Gibson. So okay. after the, I had, I brought, I guess I knew I was going to meet her because I brought... You brought something with you. I brought one of her fan club magazines, um, DGIF, the Debbie Gibson International Fan Club. I I brought that and... I'm just going to recover for a minute. Go on. After the... I knew... I don't know. I guess I knew where they were, where they were coming out, which Mm -hmm. was the Twins ticket office. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know how I knew this. I just did. Mm -hmm. But after the... When I left, after she had performed... Mm -hmm. I was kind of hanging out there mm-hmm. and I jumped over, she came out and I jumped over this barrier and her security guy started to put me out and she goes, Oh no, it's, she saw that I had the magazine and she said, mm-hmm. no, it's okay. It's okay. He's one of us. And she stopped and she signed it and I just said, Hey, just big fan, blah, 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 blah. And then that was it. I went on my way. That's nice. But then a couple of months later she was here. She played the show at the Guthrie theater uh-huh. and I was with a friend of mine and mm-hmm. as Female we were, friend. yeah, Rachel, as we were leaving, um, I've never met. You're looking at me like, who the fuck is Rachel? Oh, no, Friend no, of no. mine from high school. Yeah. As we were, as all my friends from high school were females, no surprise. As I was leave, as we were leaving, we were walking by her tour bus. We weren't like even hanging out by her tour bus. Mm-hmm. We were walking by her tour bus. She opens the window and says, hey, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you, weirdo who jumped over the barrier at the Metronome. So I, I had the... the um, Another DGIF issue? No, I had the program from the tour, oh, the okay. One Step Ahead tour. She had played at the Guthrie. I handed that up to this, her. This was not out of the blue or electric. No, this is after. This, was, this is later on. Yeah. This is the anything is possible era. She signed it and handed it back to me. And then people saw that she was there and all of a sudden people started to gather around and mm-hmm. have her sign stuff. But I'm walking by her fucking bus and she slides the window open and says, hey, I remember you. How weird is that? Aw. Like two months later. And was that before or after the Skid Row song? <laughs> uh, it would have been after. Okay. So what 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 do you want to hear from? <laughs> we went on quite a Debbie Gibson tangent. Do you want to do Lost there. in Your Eyes or something more obscure? I want to do something <gasps> obscure Let's off of do... the Think with Your Heart album. Oh, okay. Do what you do. It's a ballady album. 
Yeah. Which that's when she's at her strongest in Just my mind. Just don't play fucking butterflies. No, I'm not going to play anything that's shitty. I once went through the trouble. If you go back on the Dyslexic Heart website years ago, I went through and I, I cataloged. I went through all of her songs from like one through. I ranked them. I know it was quite a project. I'm still <laughs> on board for a residency. I'm like, I, know. I would clamor for a residency in Vegas. Honestly, uh, I'd shit. be like, I would fly out for that shit. I don't even know what I want to hear. I know what. Everybody's already quit listening. We're one, I'm hour and 47 minutes in, and I'm um, going, what obscure Debbie Gibson track can I play? This is going to go like three hours, isn't it? I don't know what is, what's going to happen, but. Okay. Raise it up. Okay. I like to think that right now, Dust, not Dustin from Not Holland, is driving in the like some rural area because he likes to listen to us at night in his mm-hmm. truck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Somewhere oh, in the middle, he's going, oh, my God, I'm done listening to this. They're, <laughs> they're pulling up old Debbie Gibson songs. <laughs> I don't know. This is a bad idea. Maybe I should just play one of her hits. Just just play something, because Mama needs a refill. Go get a refill. I'll play some. I'm going to pull up her greatest hits album. We're okay. just going to play... I'm just going to wait till you start, and then I'm going to go to go get a refill. <laughs> I can't choose. There's so many... We're going to play No More Rhyme. All right. That's a good one. I love that song. All right. We'll go ballady. Go get a drink. <laughs> drink in there lady oh i heard the buzz that time are you even the same as me now righteous god damn it i'm hearing the buzz now some of the things people have heard on this specific episode of dyslexic heart include i took out my hearing aids already here's some debbie gibson (laughs) 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 this is the weirdest podcast ever oh shit i'm doing a lip sync to end all lip syncs man we've been recording so long that i have to shift because my butt is going like numb my fucking ipad's buzzing this is horrible (sighs) i never felt the rhythm what happens? What is this? Oh, there's a song on Spotify of hers called Snake Charmer from the motion picture Mega. It's from that sci-fi it's movie really she did. It's really buzzing now. I'm not going to play it for everyone. 
It's really oh, buzzing God, again. I know, I can't help it. Maybe we should use my iPhone for the rest of the thing. I don't think it's that, I think it's the cable. Oh. We need our we need not Dustin from Not Holland to come here and set up our studio for us. We do. We could pay him in beer. Our studio, which consists of our living room with a little mixing board and two microphones. Two turntables and a microphone. Hello, Chris. We love you, Chris. Not, not Dustin from Not Holland, Chris. He's not listening. He he he, he turned this off when this. we started playing No More Rhyme. I guarantee it. Okay, we're done with that. All right. All right. Where were we before mm. we got off in the Debbie Gibson tangent? I would like to recommend a book. Oh, okay. Let's let's. This might go a little deep. I hope nobody we hurt went... themselves with that that quick right turn. Well, two books actually. All okay. right. This might go a little deep. Remember oh. when we went deep for our last show? No. Okay. Oh yeah, we did. We talked about depression and shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Okay. So two book recommendations. Okay. Just like put that down or something. Is it buzzing? No, it's fine right now. Well, okay. I'm gonna hold it like then. hold still then. Hold still. Okay. You're good. You're Thanks. Good. <laughs> Where? We're great at production, aren't we? I know. We? Thank God we're professional podcasters. Okay. So there is a book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Who's it by? It is by Michelle McNamara. Oh, yes. But Pat Oswald's slate wife. Unfortunately, she died before it could get finished. Yes. So some of it she had completed, but some of it is based on notes that she took. And they are very careful to say, hey, this chapter is compiled from her notes. Don't read it before bed. It's dark and disturbing. That'll be tough for me because most of my reading is before bed. Yeah. Fortunately, okay, not quit. So it's far, a, it's a I've murder okay. thing, right? It's a murder. She's thing. investigating a murder. And we take murder naps all is the time. A, is it a like a, a mass murder thing? Yeah. Like a serial yeah. killer. It's the Golden State Killer. Okay. So he starts out. I hope I don't sound cavalier, but he starts out raping a bunch of people in Northern California, and then he. He parlays his raping into murder? Yes. All right. Yes, he does. I mean, both are heinous. He upgraded from rape to murder? No, I think both are awful. They are horrible. But, um, one you can still stay alive from. Yeah, but it's still... Yeah, but it's... But it's still traumatic and horrible. What is... Oh, this is going to get really fucked up. Oh, shit. What is really worse, rape or murder? In some ways, I would say it's rape because you're living with it. In murder, at least you're no longer there to think about, oh, I was fucking violated in this way. I think it depends. I think it depends on a lot of things, which I am not going to go into. <laughs> like, okay. Like, who did it and wait a what minute, they wait did. a minute. See, now that sounds horrible because you're saying, well, the rape might not be so bad if it's by <laughs> a specific. No, 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 no. I am not saying that at all. I know I'm not, you're not saying that. Oh, if they're hot, then it's okay because it's not. No, that's not true. It is totally not because you're still being violated I against know. your will. I know. Um, Let's just go on record here bluntly and say rape is bad. Yeah. It is really awful. Going, really going on in a limb. This is like John Lennon being pro-peace, uh-huh. which everybody applauds and goes, oh, fuck. John oh. Lennon wrote Imagine. He wanted nothing but, oh, really going on a limb there. <laughs> pro-peace. Fuck you, John Lennon, you piece of shit. <laughs> John can Lennon can fuck off. talk about how Imagine is the most overrated song Oh, of it all is. Time. It so it's is. It's so bad. Imagine is not a great song. And it is not. Most of John Lennon's solo work sucks ass. Beatles, Great. Love Beatles. There's a lot of shitty John Lennon solo work. Here's the funny thing. I used to rag on McCartney a little bit for being... I still will. For he writing had, Spies Like Us. McCartney Spies has like a lot us of shitty solo sin. songs, too. Spies Like Us and Freedom? Not good. There's a lot of shitty solo material from Paul McCartney. However, however... John Lennon's solo stuff is worse. Because it's pretentious? 
it's just there's most of it's like there's nothing redeemable about it. Hmm. But the whole like, oh, he's so probably yeah. You know what? He was a fucking deadbeat father. He he was a an abusive husband. Not a great guy. He was not a great guy. So, no. Yeah. I'm not a big John Lennon fan. And I feel like the thing with Imagine is that it's so overdone. It's trite. Yeah. Imagine is like the hallelujah of whatever. (laughs) If I could never hear Imagine or hallelujah again, I'd be okay. Because it's like the goat. It's become the go-to for certain sentiments. Sure. And... We're, and then that reduces whatever power they're we're taking. To. We're taking a lot of sharp right turns tonight. We, we went from we went from serial killer books to John Lennon's <laughs> a dick. <laughs> we did. <laughs> How did we get there? I don't know. I don't know either. I love this podcast. <laughs> I'd listen to this. <laughs> we went from Debbie Gibson to serial killer novel, <laughs> novels to John. We went from, that's quite a. That's Turn. That's a let's, lot. Let's, let's listen to some Debbie Gibson. And by the way, John Lennon, who everybody loves, is a dick. <laughs> oh, I love this. How do you feel about Yoko? <laughs> Which the real Yoko or the person I refer to as Yoko? Who is the person you I, refer to as? Not going to say it on this. <laughs> I can't. I can't even make a reference because I, I know there's a chance she might hear it. How do you feel about the real Yoko Ono who is married to Not a fan. Okay. I think I like her spirit. I don't necessarily. How do you feel about her art? I don't like her art, (laughs) but I think she's a good soul. Maybe. I don't know anything about her other than her shitty art. Yeah. I'm not like, I don't. I don't get a lot of the stuff that she's putting out, but I feel like. Standing from a microphone and yelling is nonsense. But I feel like. I feel like she has good intentions. Yeah, well. But I'm not going to like listen to her music. I'm not going to listen to anything you know she I'm says saying? or does. I feel like I'm, I'm fine with her existing, but I don't care about anything she ever has uttered from her mouth hole. I feel like I'm <laughs> straddling a major fence here. Like Really? Yeah. <laughs> can I Let's get go video? on. Can I get video of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What, um, what, whatever helps you sleep at night. What else? What, uh, what are we doing here? I don't know. We're an hour and 57 minutes in. I feel like we've really gone off the... <laughs> the rails. The rails. I need another drink. Okay. Well, another sip of this drink. All right. Oh, okay. So we were talking about the murder book. Oh, yeah. You like it? I haven't started it yet. I like it a lot. And for some reason, I have been reading it before I've gone to sleep. And <laughs> Despite your re- advice to others? Yeah. I've heard, don't listen to the audio book before you go to bed. Who does the so audio book? I don't don't know okay, but just... i guess she does a really good job and it's super creepy got it um but for some reason i think it's because i'm able to take murder naps that i'm able to compartmentalize what i'm reading and not let it go into my dreams but if you're one of those people who let it go into your dreams don't read it before bed good advice because it's about very violent and horrible things i'm reading a mob book called the five families or something like that i don't mm. remember and how far are you into it now 20 uh, the kindle tells me i have 23 and a half hours left <laughs> yeah for a while it said 30 and then all of a sudden it jumped to 23 huh. but it seems like it's the estimated time left is moving pretty slowly so i'm gonna be reading this for the next couple months yeah but i like mob books and it's the other thing i would like to recommend yes 
There is a book called Furiously Happy, and it's by a woman called Jenny Lawson, and she goes by the bloggist. She does a blog. Okay. It's really good, but at the same time, if you have depression issues or anxiety issues, there are some chapters that might take you to a dark place. Well, nobody wants to be in a dark place. No, but there are some chapters that just... That was the book where I was like fucking laughing out loud so hard. Do you remember that a few weeks ago where I was like, oh my God, this is I do remember that. I've quit asking you what you're reading when you do that, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are chapters where you're like, holy shit, this is a fucking riot. This is so funny. But like one chapter will be super funny and then the next chapter will be super dark. But I still think it's a great read, so I would recommend it. Noted. I'm sure I'll get to it. The chapter about the taxidermy raccoon. That's all, all I'm going to say. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's the endorsement. Oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. Like, I can't help. It, it's really fucking funny, that chapter. But there, like I said, there are some really fucking funny parts, but there are some really dark parts, which, again, makes me go back to the question. Do you have to suffer for your art? I hear the buzzing. I hear the buzzing, too. God damn it. Don't reduce the book to this song. You're talking about a taxidermy raccoon or something. I have to... Okay. Yeah. Yakety Sax makes everything funnier. It does make it... It is a really fucking funny chapter. Holy shit. It's one of the funniest things I've ever read. But yeah, but some parts of it are really... I'm going to try to fix the buzzing while you're talking. Sweet. Um, oh, it won't work. I'm just going to try. Okay. No. Okay. So there are chapters where she talks about really funny stuff, but then there are chapters where she talks about her mental health issues, and it's in an attempt to help other people with their mental health issues, which I totally respect, but it's like, it's really hard to read, and some of it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's it just made me feel things that I hadn't felt in a long time, and it was kind of sad. I look, I look forward to seeing the poster for the book that says, it made me feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks. I, I've had drinks. I am not coherent right oh. now. But I want to recommend this book in case people are interested. All right. What is it called again? Furiously Happy by Jenny Lawson. All right. Furiously Happy by Jenny Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the buzzing is still there. Way to go. Sorry. No, you're not. No, I mean, not you're really. sorry about the buzzing, but not about you know the Maybe if I sex. unplug, I was charging my... Maybe, maybe let, me, let me try it again, because I was, I was charging. Oh, it was because I was plugged into the computer and I was charging. Is I'm, that it? I'm is such that a fucking dick. You Fuck. are a dick. I could have solved that hours ago. You two, could have. Two, two hours, hours and ago. two minutes ago. All right, That's le- how long our fucking show is going so lesson far. Lesson learned, I know. We have more shit to talk about. We have more shit to cover. Hey, I don't know what an- it is, but... What else is on your list, lady? Let's see. We're covering all the ground tonight. We we have some more songs to play. I feel we like do? this has what been do a talk-heavy, less music-heavy I know. That's something. okay. What do you want to hear? Uh, let's see. Oh, shit. Okay. Shit. This is going to take a dark turn now. Well, I thought the murder book and the fucking depression book were dark turns. I tried to lighten the mood a little bit with a little yakety sax. I keep going 
to this after you play Yakety Sax, Can I play that in the man? background while you talk about whatever? No, you can't because I want to be respectful because there oh. are two people who have passed on since we've done our last fucking show. Only two? Well, two that I want to talk about. Okay. Who would you like to? I would like to talk about Pat Denisio. Oh, really? Was that since our last show? That was since our last show. Oh, fuck. Way to bring down the room. One of the best fucking pop songwriters ever. He... Bringing up Spotify again. Okay. So play a song, and then I will talk about the three times that I've seen the Smithereens. We're going to bring up the Smithereens. You've seen them more than I have. I have. I saw them at college. Is there a specific Smithereens song you'd like to hear? Uh, Let's see. A Girl Like You is always one of my favorites. Oh, number one on the Spotify list. songwriter great musician oh great guy great guy we had the pleasure of meeting him and i'm so glad i did you too would you like to tell us about the three times you've seen the smithereens first time was in college okay and there was a how many how many stories have started that way oh my first time was in college (laughs) not that kind of story (laughs) god there was a mosh pit and it was a friendly mosh pit that's good this was a a show at your school i was at show at my school and uh-huh. the smithereens played and i don't remember a lot except hey my friend amy and i are gonna go to the mosh pit and dance around and did you mosh we moshed and it was fun good but it wasn't gropey oh that's good you don't want a gropey mosh pit you don't but a lot of them are so i can see that that would happen but but we ours wasn't so i was happy and then the second time was at the riviera when we saw him solo Yes, he did a one-man show in Vegas for several months. It was so much fun. He told about his beginnings and how he was influenced by the Beatles and how the band came together. And 
life in a rock band that has songs that are doing well and people are yeah it was a it was called Confessions of a Rockstar. Yeah. It was very good. And we met him afterwards, and he gave us each it was a guitar small, hit. It was a very small audience. Yeah. And he was very gracious after he the show. Rather so than going nice. backstage, he, he he stepped off the stage yeah. and started introducing himself to everybody. And yeah. he gave everybody a guitar pick and asked them where they were from. And I mm-hmm. said Minneapolis, and his eyes lit up, and he started telling stories about his time through Minneapolis and going to Nyes. And uh-huh. It was like very personable. Just- and a sweetheart. I've heard, I've heard stories from other people who've seen that about him going to the bar at the Riviera uh-huh. in Vegas with with the whole audience. Uh-huh. Like, like, yeah. I wish we would have stuck around. By all, happened by all accounts, a good dude. Yeah. And, and then yeah. the third time we saw him was on Fremont Street. Yep, another Vegas show. And I remember... I periscoped much of it. Yeah. I also remember, like, there was a guitar solo or something, but I ended up watching Pat, and he was just having such a good time, and then he looked over at me, and he was just laughing. <laughs> yep, that was a fun show. He just, like, he just had a good time, and... I'm glad was, we got to see them. And I'm, I'm glad we got to meet him. Glad we got to meet him. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good dude. Yeah, I, sorry I that he died him. so young. He was, was a good, what, 67 or something? Something like that. He had had health problems for a while, and... <sighs> Just makes yeah, me sad, though. Like the, it's a bummer. Yeah. But you know what? Whenever the somebody like this goes, like, well, you know what? I'm really glad that I got to experience mm-hmm. their art and I got to meet them. And yeah, 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 yeah. It sucks. You know, we're at that point where, like, where it's just gonna. It feels like oh, the last couple of years, especially. But it's, it's like, are we just in for a flood of like everybody we've ever enjoyed dying before us? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! That just hurts to think about. I know. Though. Like. I know. 2016 was really oh, rough I know. because we had Bowie, Prince, and George Michael. Yep. That hurt my heart. Yep. But even something like this, where this guy was at a much lower level of fame than they than they were, but it's like, fuck, man. He was such a good songwriter. Right. Somebody and whose music nice like I enjoyed. And and it, yeah. It, yeah, it's hard to... Like he loved what he did, and you could just see the joy when he performed. Right. Even, even though it was for a room of 20 people. He, like, yeah, just, he, he was happy to be there, it. and he yeah. he put it, he put everything into it. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. Um, can we talk about Tommy Keen a little bit as well? Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know his stuff. No, I don't know much, his solo material but, that much. Oh, he's I, so good. Um, do you have a specific song you'd like to hear? I'm sure I can pull something um, up here. Well, I have one on my iPod called "From Songs for Slim," but I'm sure there's stuff on Spotify that's much more representative of his work. Oh, let's pull them up here, see what comes on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll play a Tommy Keen song. I, um, he's one of those people that I've, I've, I knew of for a long time, but then he became, um, on one tour, he was Paul Westerberg's guitar mm-hmm. player. And, um, I'll play one of his songs. I, I need to delve into his catalog because the things his I've heard of his. catalog's so good. This is where Spotify, now that I'm actually paying attention to Spotify, this is where it will come in very handy. This guitar riff is like right in my uh-huh. fucking sweet Real spot, powers. too. <laughs> Places that are gone 
<laughs> He's so hooky. That's like right there. That's anybody who listens to the show knows this is one of those songs that I would love. <laughs> I know. Reminds me of um, ah shit. Now I'm drawing drawing a blank. Uh, Drumarama? No, a million miles. Well, yeah, Drumarama too. But um, who did Million Plim Miles Souls. Play? Souls, absolutely. Yeah, this is so poppy. It's so good. There's a, I have a couple Spotify playlists where he pops up, and I'm just like, yeah. There are also a couple Spotify playlists where I'm like, listen, just because I like Tom Petty doesn't mean I like Blue Oyster Cult, okay? <laughs> You don't like Bush at all. A couple songs, but not their whole catalog. I suggest watching their videos without any audio. You'll become a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need any substances to appreciate them more? No. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to spend this week listening to some more Tommy Keen. Dude, it's so... Oh, he's so good. That's the thing. He's like one of those guys that I've been aware of forever. And yeah. I, like I said, I knew of him from the Westerberg thing. And I, I know I've heard I've heard this song before and I know this, I've heard some of his other stuff. Good. But I, for whatever he's, reason, I never latched onto it. But he's so hooky. And he's like right there. He, You... Mm, do it. Do it. Listen to more Tommy I Keen. I will. I promise you I will. That'll be part of my week. Well, I'm sorry that he passed away so young I as well. I am too. I'm just, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, why I didn't I get like, into this and see him? Exactly. Like, I feel like I got into him too so late. too late. Yeah. As happens. So that's a shame. Yes. And that is this that is this episode's parade of people who died since our last show. It's Aww. a shit. It's a shitty. I'm serious. That's how I feel like lately. It's like, I fuck, know. all these people whose I art I admire are, are gone. One by one, they're going to go away. So, you know what? I've said it on the other podcast many times. If there's something you like in Las Vegas, you should do Go. it because you don't know if it's going to be there next time. Yep. I f- I'm going to s- the same thing about about concerts. A musician who's touring. Yep. If you really like them, go see them because you don't know if they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's good advice. <laughs> Even though we hate leaving the house and putting on pants. Yep. I'd hate to have somebody that I really admire not be around, and then to go fuck. I miss seeing. I miss them seeing again. them. Yeah. Like the band could always break up. You don't they know. They could pass away. You don't you know. You never know. Yep. They could just decide to retire. Yep. Yep. So don't put it off. Go yeah. see live music if you're yep. a music fan. And we have a shit ton of awesome shows that we're not going to talk about. We'll talk about it afterwards. Until, we'll, until we see them. I think that's a good idea. But yeah. we have, we got a We've lot of stuff. we got a really good concert calendar All of a sudden at one point, we have, we, have, uh, we have a cork board in our in our kind of in our kitchen that we like pin our tickets to uh-huh. and it's full and at one like, point all of a sudden it's like holy shit off. this is the first time in a long time where we haven't had anything and all of a sudden 
spring and summer shit started being announced and now uh, we've got like a fucking mm-hmm. thick pile yeah it's so we got a lot of we got a lot of shows coming up yeah. so that'll be fun I'm yeah we've excited. got like something pretty, pretty much probably every, every month, month for a while through at least september i would yeah think. so that's a good thing are and you going be more. to see harry styles with me Or should I find someone else? I didn't realize you didn't have anybody lined up for that. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I'm drunk right now, so you're you you're fucking with me. You knew you're like oh, hit him when he's drunk. Where is he playing? Excel. When is it? July first. You just said we weren't going to talk about what shows we're going to. No, I know. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Okay. Maybe, which is the best that you've gotten out of me for that. I know. Maybe I might. Okay. Of the Zanes, of the Zanes, he's the least objectionable. Mm-hmm. The rest are just no go. So yeah, if you had said, "Oh, I got a, I got tickets to Liam Payne," yeah, I'd be like, "Fuck that shit." You don't want to see um, Styles at least has a guitar in his music. He rocks a little bit. He does. He's good. Oh, Kiwi. All right, we'll Kiwi. Talk. Can we play Kiwi? We no. We can. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not playing you're any not of the music. Drunk. Here. <laughs> you're not that drunk. Where you're like, all right, I'm gonna pull up Spotify and the One D no. solo. I have a One D solo playlist. No, by I know the way. that's never gonna happen on this show. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Niall's playing the State Fair. Do I'm, you want to go? Nope. <laughs> that's two things I don't want to do. State Fair and, <laughs> and Niall Warren. <laughs> no, is that acoustic Zane? That's acoustic Zane. Yeah, uh, it, he's not that objectionable compared to. I mean, like I. He's fine, but no, I'm not going to go see him. Okay. Unless he's like... Who's the least ex- wait, who's, objectionable One Direction? Probably Styles. Who's Styles. he? Who's, he to, who's Niall? Maren to Morris. Yeah. Yeah. She has some country stuff, nah, and then they do a duet he's on pop- his album. And She's then, trying to pop it up, too. Yeah, because she did a an electronic song with somebody, like Zed. Yeah. No, I'm not there yet. Okay. And then Liam Payne, no go. No. Liam Payne. And Zane Zane, the one that's actually named Zane. No. Mm-hmm. That guy's got nothing going on. Mm-hmm. What about Louis? You watched the Louis Tomlinson yeah, video was, the other day. Um, accidentally. It, that's because there's some Vegas in it. It was a mistake. That was a good video. Yeah, well, I went and watched it on YouTube and I was like, yeah. They, yeah that's good. I know. I'm like, who, who, oh, there's some Vegas. I, I'll watch it. And then I, I got to the end and I'm like, oh, it was a fucking Zane. <laughs> Fuck, fuckers fooled me. <laughs> All right. You're. Well, you're um, antagonism toward former yeah. mentions, former members of One Direction ex- amuses me. I've had some drinks and now I can't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is the news. This is this podcast version of the Siegfried and Roy thing. <laughs> I'm just I just... like that song though. Don't you like Yakety Sax? I do love Yakety Sax, but I don't like it when it's directed at me. <laughs> Uh, that's that's a song that plays in my head whenever I see something wacky. <laughs> uh, but I don't every like time the you fact start that to, you're playing it. Every time you start to get into some of the series, I'm going to play Yakety Sax. No! <laughs> it would have been really funny on the the show where we talk about like depression and stuff. No. <laughs> Just roll out Yakety Sax. Oh, my God. Oh, it really, really brings the mood up. On a serious note, I'm worried I'm having anxiety issues. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great every time you're having anxiety <laughs> issues let me know <laughs> i'm here for it you does, it does slow my heart rate down a bit i have to say uh, how can you have anxiety issues with yakety sax i don't know we should take my blood pressure before and after yakety sax and see how that goes that's a good idea 
There's no better way to bring levity to a situation than with yakety sacks. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is it's by a guy named Ace Cannon, so it's the first song that comes up in my iTunes <laughs> library. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. What are, what are we doing here? I, we're, I don't Two know. Two hours and 20 minutes. I don't know. We should do a 24-hour marathon. No, we should not. <laughs> we don't have the stamina for that because we're old. Can we know. talk about like, how we're old? I feel like you could pull it off. Do you have any examples? You do of, now. But do you have any examples of you being old? Like going to bed at 9.30 every night? Nothing wrong with that. What time do we have dinner tonight? 10 to 5? Something like that. <laughs> but I... So I get up for work at 5.30, so I have to be in bed at a reasonable time. No, Got to make the donuts. Gotta, I wish I was making donuts because that'd be fucking tasty. <laughs> you know what, though? If you made the donuts, you wouldn't be into donuts. You're right. There. Okay, so there's a donut shop like <laughs> six We're blocks. We're talk about donuts. We are. You can't say got to make the donuts without me talking about donuts. Talk about donuts as much as you'd like. You know, people say, got to make the donuts, and I'm like, donuts? Where? I want some fucking donuts, because I fucking love donuts. Anyway, so there's a donut shop, like, six <laughs> blocks from my workplace. Drinks are good. Go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> I'm going to try to And they it. make both mini donuts and large donuts, and they're fucking delicious. Wouldn't you agree, because you've had some? Not mini donuts like mini donuts, though. No, 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 no. They're just no. smaller donuts. They're, They're not like mini donuts. donuts, like the little things the you get at a fair. The State Fair ones. Yeah. No, 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 no. They are like, mm, they're like mini versions of large donuts. I'm going to find something random in my iTunes library to play while you're talking. Just do it. Keep talking. Oh, they're so fucking good. So I feel like, okay, I'm walking six blocks and then I'm walking six blocks back. So I deserve a fucking donut, right? Yeah, and if then, you walk six blocks, you deserve... Every six blocks, you should be handed a donut. That's just <laughs> for good health. That's like a mile, though. Six, six blocks? blocks six blocks back. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. So, I love donuts, is all I'm saying. What <laughs> that's do you the moral of the story. Where's your Next random- time you get donuts, could you give me something different than the one you've been getting me? I like it because it's chocolate, but there's some but, coffee shit on oh, there. Oh, it's an espresso something uh, or other. It's fine. Okay, so... I had a chai donut from them the other day. It was a mini. They have something like ra- a raspberry filled donut. Oh, I'd probably no. They, but they've got a raspberry with cream filled. Would you like that? Hook, hook, hook this bitch up. I will hook this bitch up. So last time I went in, they had day olds for like four bucks, and they had like don't overdo it with those though, because after like two yeah, more days, they yeah. I had one one day. And I bit into. I'm like, oh, this fucking thing is sand. I know. <laughs> Broke but a the, tooth. Oh, the peanut <laughs> the peanut butter and jelly one though. Because they had like a peanut frosting and then they had a jelly filling and I almost died because it was Do you so want to give delicious. a plug to the specific donut shop? It is called Rubble. Like there's three no, people. It used to be called Rubble Donut Bar and now it's called Sleepy Bees. It's in Northeast Minneapolis. All right. Good plug. Yep. What is up with my fucking... And they called it Sleepy Bees because they're sleepy all the time because they have to get up super early to make the goddamn donuts. Wacky. But they're fucking delicious and it's worth it. Don't be yakety sacks in my donuts, motherfucker. I like yakety sacks as a verb. That's fantastic. How do you feel about the Butterfinger Minis, though? They're very good. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the Butterfinger Mini and the Chai Mini, they make a Chai Mini donut that I bit into it and I said, oh shit, this is so good. I'm going back to where we started. I'm playing some Crip Shakespeare. Nice. You can continue talking if you want. Yeah, I'm good. 
bad for the people who are listening to this for the first time well they're no longer here because we're two hours and 24 minutes in yeah and there's no way that they're still listening but <sighs> i'm drunk all right i haven't been this drunk in a while really yeah Since feels Vegas? good yeah probably nice i'm i feel like i feel like i'm drunker than i am <laughs> but i don't that makes no it. sense and then tomorrow morning I'm going to be like, nope, oh shit, not, I had a lot to drink. You haven't had the drunk voice, you're okay. Okay. <sighs> I can tell you, I know when it's going to be trouble. You you know when you have to become my ter- we've caretaker. Got, we've got coconut water in the fridge, we we're do. good. We do, so I'm going to slam some of that shit before we Watch sleep. SNL and then uh, have Pass out water. on the couch. What else is going on? Do we have anything else on your list of topics? Do we want to talk about the sports or no? We can. What specific sports? How do you, how do you feel about spring training? I'm, uh, well, spring training is always a time of hope. Yes. But I'm feeling very hopeful about my Minnesota Twins. Uh huh. Because they've made some moves this year. They have. It's kind of exciting. They brought in a bunch of new relief pitchers. They've got some starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. They've got a new, uh, power hitter and Logan Morrison. Yep. Lomo. I'm now Logan Morrison. <laughs> I'm one uh, of our uh, sports writers said on Twitter that he's going to block anyone who refers to him as Lomo. I'm, uh, you know, it's. I don't know that they're necessarily going to win the division because Cleveland is very strong and they're going to yeah. still win like 107 games. Oh yeah. But we're going to be a solid wild card, mm-hmm. and hopefully as we'll get past. As long as we don't have to play the goddamn fucking even shit if we do, fuck the Yankees. We're gonna, we're gonna make it beyond the, you know, the one game playoff thing this year. We're gonna. It's gonna be a better year. It is. They've got a lot. To be it's gonna for. be a fun year to watch. I I think so. Last year yeah. surprised us. This year I have expectations, which is I know, dangerous. which is kind of dangerous because there was uh, on paper a they should be better. Ago, it's like oh god, they did really well and then they regressed. But they made a lot of. They haven't. I haven't. I don't remember an off season where they made this many moves to improve mm-hmm. the team. Yeah, especially pitching. So, 
Let's yeah, go. Even though Urban Giddy Santana's out. out for a little while. Yeah, a few weeks. We'll be okay. But he'll be, we'll be okay because yep. we got in a another guy from Tampa Bay. Yeah, and there's a chance they still might sign somebody yeah. else. So, yeah, I go can't Twins. remember the pitcher from Tampa Bay, but I think Logan Odorizzi? Morrison. Odorizzi. Yeah. He was a big part in saying, hey, you should come over here. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a good season. Yay. Ray Twins. I can't go wait twins. for baseball. It means spring and summer and warmth and fun. Hello, Max. What's going on? Max just... Jumped from Emerged the bed. From the bed and yeah. I think, are you going to throw up? Oh, I hope not. I don't know what he's doing. He's lurching. He's lurching. That's not good. Um, how do you feel about the wild right now? It uh, depends on the night. Are you hurling, Is buddy? he yakking? He never yaks. I know. Uh, please don't yak over the vent, though. Yes. <laughs> you guys are in for uh, the first... We've had this dog for three years. He's never vomited, and, and now he's about to. That's what he's... No, I think he oh, just, I think he just threw up a I little in his mouth and swallowed it. Okay, good boy, good boy. <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy, for being self cleaning. <laughs> we used to have a self cleaning dog who uh, Zoe. <laughs> she would, whenever she would track in snow, she would clean it up. Yeah, she would like lick up the little ice. He's and the stuff. least vomitous of our dogs. He is. It's true. That's the one one of the few benefits of Max. <sighs> He's super barky. He's a fucking that's, asshole, but that's a he has a few positive points. Part of his personality, but yeah. Okay, so wild, the wild. Wild, eh. I, it depends I know on the night. They have good runs and then they They disappoint. might make the postseason, but I don't have hopes that they're going to go They're far. not going to go very far. The Knights, however. Yes, our other hockey team, the Vegas Golden we're, Knights. We're hockey bigamists. Totally. I'm not going to lie. I'll pour myself out for Vegas. Yeah. They're going to, well, they're, they're. I hope they go deep in the playoffs. I'd love I'm to see them win it. That'd be hilarious. Oh my God, that'd be so damn First funny. First season. But the thing is, okay, people are going to say it's rigged or whatever. It's not rigged. It's not rigged. They paid a shit ton to get a good draft system. They did. It's fine. And these players came together. I need to play another song while we're talking. Continue. Okay. And then uh, how do you feel about the Timberwolves? Uh, they'll be lucky if they make the playoffs now that Jimmy Butler is hurt. No. I love Jimmy Butler. He's been so fun to watch. I'm playing Fort Hood by uh, Mike Doty. Nice. Good song. What the fuck and then just it happened? Stopped. You made it stop. That's weird. It just stopped on its own and started over again. Weird. Technology is not my friend today. Well, Technology is not my friend this week. Remember most of the show where there was buzzing sound I could barely hear, and then uh-huh. I figured out that it was just a matter of unplugging the charger. Nice. Yeah, I'm I do a, remember that. That's the first time I ever tried to charge a device while doing a podcast, and it backfired on me. It did backfire on you. Shame on you. I'm an asshole. No, you're not. Clearly, I am. You're trying to do, you're trying to do good things by ensuring that the device can go on the show. I know, I fucked it up. But now we know what the is. I've been podcasting for 13 years, and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm one of the first 100 people in the entire world to podcast, and I still are you? The, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm sad that you're not invited to the uh, NPR podcasting summit or whatever. That's for high school students. <laughs> but I'm sure they're looking for people to give them guidance. Mm, probably the people who work at NPR. <laughs> they don't want my advice, I can tell you that much. <laughs> I smell blood and there's no blood around. Blanked out eyes and a blanked out sound. I Coming back, motionless in an airport lounge. 
lot. I want to blast young Jeezy in a parking lot with my friends. Do you even know any young Jeezy songs? <laughs> no. I know a lot of parking lots. <laughs> that sounds creepy. I know it does, doesn't it? Do you have anything else on your discussion list? I do not. I think we have exhausted we've tapped all topics. It. At two hours and 32 minutes, we've tapped it. We haven't tapped it, but we've exhausted We've this. tapped the list. We've We've exhausted the list. All right. Do you have any songs on your playlist? I have one more. Played? I have a specific song I've been holding off on for the end of the show. Okay. I just have to find it. It'll take me a minute. Um, but I'll let Mike Doty play out until Please we... Please do. Don't cut off Mike Doty. Um, any final stuff? I don't think so. I've We've talked this. about a lot I of things. you've enjoyed this. I have very much enjoyed it. I've been wanting to do a show for a few weeks. And me too. You have to I be don't... in... We have, for this, you have to be in a mood. Yeah, this show, it takes a lot of magic for the show to happen. We have to be not only... So, intoxicated, but articulate somewhat. We don't have to be intoxicated, but it helps. Yeah. I don't know. Has every one of these been booze-fueled? Many of them have. Many of them have. Because we've been saying for a few weeks, oh, we have so many things we want to play. Uh-huh. We should do one of those, uh-huh. but the mood hasn't quite been there at the right time. It's more of a mood. Than it's a an timing. It's a mood. Thing. It's a chattiness. It's yeah. a and yep. Tonight it all came together, it and then well, and then and fell apart. And two and a half hours of magic happened. It fell apart <laughs> during those two and a half hours. I think introducing Yakety Sax was a good, a good thing. Do you? No. <laughs> what about introducing Debbie Gibson? Yeah, that might have been where it went off the rails. Oh. That's where we lost a lot of people. I do like that song, though. I suspect and it was a good story. I'm impressed by anybody who made it this far. Mm-hmm. You are truly, truly something. <laughs> you live in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Our hearts will go on for you. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything, any final. Uh, do you have a Celine Dion song to play? Hells at the end of the no. Show? I do not, and I will not. All right, I guess that's it. We're gonna wrap it up. We're out of uh, topics. Yep. We're almost out of songs. We're well, I could never out be out of, of songs. I could play more. Really? No, we're almost out of booze. Oh, in our my glasses. glass is empty. I think I'm gonna have one more before we before I quit drinking, though. Okay, you do you do what you got to do. Well, you still have a half a drink though, so I do. All right, so, so you won't be drinking alone. This final song is mm-hmm. another Frank Turner song. Yeah, it is the title track off his next album. Mm-hmm. I decided to. I think it's the title track. No, it's not. I don't know. What, what is the album called? I don't even know. Um, I know the tour is the Be More Kind tour, Okay, right? well, it's. Be, I think it is the album, too. It's. I'm playing the song Be, Be More Kind. Uh, I think it sends a good message. Do you uh, adhere to this message? I try. I've been trying to more often mm-hmm. to be a nice person to people. Uh-huh. I try to be a good person, but it's hard because people are dicks. <laughs> and it's but hard to not be a dick back I know, when it's really hard, but I'm trying to... He does have a song called Some of Them Are... Or not... Okay, he has a lyric. Some of them are just like us and some of them are dicks. Right. I love that. But this song is good for this time because people are very divided on things and mm-hmm. it's easy to get into arguments with people and disagreements with people and it's easy to be rude with people. Right. And sometimes you just need to take a deep breath when someone is... When you see something and you're like, oh, that person is a fucking asshole. Sometimes you need to just go, I'm not going to respond in the same way that they, with the same energy they put out there. Right. Or sometimes you hard, take though. it in a different direction and be like, all right, this person's really hurting right now and I'm going to do something nice for them. 
It's, it's, Instead of focusing my energy on this person that I don't like. There have been a couple times where I've... I'm at that decision point. Do I respond to a comment? On the Facebook group? Usually on the Facebook group or on Twitter. Where I'm like, my instant reaction is... To be a dick. To be, yes, which is probably closer to my own personality. It's easier for me to go there to just be like, to make some fucking shitty comment or to shit on somebody. But there have been a few times where I've been like, no, I'm still going to respond, but I'm going to do it in a little bit less harsh way. And it's usually worked out well. Mm-hmm. My thing is I'll just pull away. Like I You just, just ignore it. Well, that's better. Well, I wish that Facebook, I w- Facebook, I only go on like once a week or two. I'm kind of envious of that. Yeah. I just well, you have to moderate the group though. Uh, yeah, I do. I don't. And I've I decided that to, my role it. is not to moderate the group. My role—I don't know what it's, my role is. Your role is to pretend it doesn't exist. But. Yes, I just—I feel like, <sighs> like Facebook is very overwhelming for me. Then it's better to ignore it. Yeah, and that's that's what I found. Yeah, in my life, like I need to ignore Facebook to yeah. live a good life. Now, Twitter, not so much. Twitter, yeah. I'm still addicted to a little bit, but yeah. I think I've curated my feed. Curated. We're good at curating. <laughs> we like to curate things. So anyway, that leads into this song called Be More Kind. And it, you know what? It's hard for all of us, but I am trying to take this advice to heart okay. and trying to be a better person in some small way. And I'm probably going to fail more often than not, but... But at least you're trying. I'm trying. So here it is, Frank Turner, and that's it for this episode. Oh, is he going to yak? I don't know. (laughs) That's a nice ending. Frank Turner, oh, is he going to yak? Wait, before we go, before we throw into the song, I really want to know if Max is going to yak. I wonder if it was Yakety Max. Yakety Max, that's nice. Nope. Is it the treat we gave him before the show? Oh, I don't know. Is he having a reaction to it? I hope not. I don't know when you said treat. Oh, treat? Yeah, he's, okay. he's not feeling I'll, I'll too bad. Him, I'll give him something he when you play up. the outro. All right. Okay, so this is Be More Kind <laughs> Be more kind by Frank Turner. And I'll be more kind to my dog. Oops. Bye, guys. History's been leaning on me lately. I can feel the future breathing down my neck. All the things I thought were true when I was young and you were too Turned out to be broken And I don't know what comes next In a world that has decided that it's going to lose its mind Be more kind, my friends Try to be more kind Started raising walls around the world now Like hackles raised upon a cornered cat On the borders in our heads Between the things that can and can't be said We stop talking to each other There's something wrong with that 
So before you go out searching, don't decide what you will find. Be more kind, my friends. Try to be more kind. You should know. Be more kind. 